Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Halo! Hello there, General Kenobis! And welcome to the one and only Sacred Icon Podcast. Where it's always Morbin time. If you're hearing this upon release, Brian messages me earlier. He says, Josh, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. If you don't want to. But any chance you could record sometime this week? I said, sorry, man. I just don't think I'm going to have the time. But 15 minutes later, I calls him up. I says, you want to record? And behold, here we are, reunited, and it feels so good. But if you're tuning into this episode, ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning in to Oddball. We talk about things outside the Halo universe. And today is a really fun episode leading into the Xbox Showcase, the Summer Games Fest. It's going to be a predictions episode, so let's get right into it. I'm your co-host, Jovial Jedi Knight. Joshua Hargis. <laughs> I forgot I changed my name. By the way, Brian, you totally got that right. I smiled when you said that on the podcast. <laughs> what I can hear. That was, that was good. That was really good. I smiled about that at work. I got a huge grin on my face. But yeah, that voice you just heard, ladies and gentlemen, is none other than my buddy, my pal, my friend. I couldn't do this without him. Ladies and gentlemen, give a hippo, what is it? Hippo booty cheek butt clap. I don't know what we call it now. The Halo <laughs> Combat Evolved soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, give it up for Brian Arvett. Brian, hello. I got, I got two things to say. I want to make worlds collide. Here it goes. Ooh. First thing I'm going to say is hashtag Morbius Sweep. Mm, and then Morbius I'm going to say it gives you something to think about, doesn't it? Always gives me something to think about. Morbius showing up in the theater again, and I don't go see it, but I'm also in support of it, too. I'm like, that's cool. Oh, dude, if there's a Morbius 2, I will go day one, and that's not a joke. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, Despite how much this movie's been memed, I actually, like, enjoyed my time watching it, despite yeah, it not I being I still had great. a fun time. Was yeah. it kind of generic? Sure, but I still had a fun time with yeah. it. Yeah. I don't but anyways. Know. Easy to so please, talk I about, guess. Like, basically, this episode is going to be, uh, what's the best way to put it, Josh? Our, e- our E3 predictions? Even yeah, this is going to be a pre- uh, pretty much E3 predictions. E3 just got announced yesterday that it's coming back officially next year after, like, what, being gone for two or three years? So well, last year, pretty I much think E3 they had a digital E3, didn't they? I can't remember, but they said it's going to be both in person and, I think, digitally, so which is amazing, but this is pretty much that. We're just going to go through some predictions. I'm going to pick Brian's brain. He's kind of out of the loop on some of that uh, stuff, but I always love hearing his thoughts. I know you guys do, too, so it's going to be a fun way to kind of run through that and just see what Brian thinks, whether he's, you know, I don't know if any of you guys listened to one of the oldest oddballs we ever did. I wish I could remember the name of it, but we're watching this Inside Xbox episode, 
and uh, Brian, everything shows up, Xbox exclusive. And Brian goes, okay, here we go, another Xbox exclusive. Two seconds later, he goes, not interested. And it was like, it was like it was that like for the, the whole sec- show. It was like the third episode, like the first oddball or third episode or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know. Like, it, it's not it's not because I'm like hard to please, really, but it's just because of the age I'm at, I'm like, there's just certain things I'm interested in, and then the rest I'm kind of like, yeah, like, yeah, sure, that might be cool, but I'm probably not going to try it. So, well, to be fair, as much as we're Xbox fans, I mean, they haven't really put out any big AAA games outside of like that Forza, Gears, yeah. and Halo combo that has really gotten us excited. Like, can you imagine I mean, if they put out me, but yeah, not you? Can you imagine if they put out a brand new IP that was just the quality of Gears all over again? Like that would just, I mean. It's hard to imagine, you know? Well, come someday, I hope we get to see a Hopefully. little bit of that. So, so how are you going to do this, Josh? Are you going to go, like, Xbox, then Sony, then Nintendo, or, like, how are you going to go? Yeah, I think so. I think, because, you know, okay, so, guys, uh, as of this recording, are you putting this up today? Yeah, uh, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm calling I'm that if it. you are. Yeah, so this is, like, what, Wednesday? So we got, tomorrow is going to be one of the Summer Game Fests, and then we turn around Sunday, we've got the Xbox Showcase. You turn right around to the following Tuesday, and we got an Xbox Extended Showcase of some kind. Uh, and more to come. I think Capcom announced they're going to be doing something next week as well, which is crazy. So, uh, yeah, moving. Do you want to move right into it? Sure, let's get let's on it. Let's do it. Man. Let's make it happen. Okay, this one's a bold one, Brian. I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to just kick it off piping hot. Microsoft comes out and they buy Sega. Or they buy they EA. Buy Sega. Okay. Do you think they're going to have an acquisition? they buy EA? EA or Sega. Do you think they're going to have any acquisitions coming out of this? I think, I don't think that's going to happen. I think there will be another acquisition, but I don't so, know. I don't think it'll be at the game show. Um of no. those two, I think Sega because yeah. Sega's easier to acquire and also like ea ea is like the other side of the coin to activision so for me that just feels like like it's feel like they're begging to be like hit with a monopoly on that like you guys can't do that so i'd say sega but no i don't think there'll be any acquisitions at this show i i don't realistically think there will either because of the activision stuff which i've heard is going good it's just a tremendous amount of paperwork apparently but uh yeah, I mean, I'd oh, love for them imagine. to buy Sega. They would get Atlas, I think, which would mean we'd get Persona and stuff on the Xbox, which I know a lot of people like. I've never played them, but I don't know you haven't either. But uh, the next one that I feel like we can probably talk about for a couple minutes is the often rumored Gears Collection that uh, is apparently seems like it's all but confirmed, but we still don't really know. So uh, how do you feel about that? Do you think it's going to happen? Does that interest you? Where do you stand on that? Well, I know me and Josh have some similar but also pretty different thoughts on it. Um, I mean, there's nothing like concrete on that Gears collection, but at the same time, it's been talked about and rumored so much. It seems like it's, it might be one of those things that really is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be interested to see if, if there is a Gears collection, how they go about it, because I think it's fair. I don't think there's any way it'll be like MCC, because I think they found out that MCC was extremely challenging to pull off. And that probably, like, there's not going to be... This is my, you know, once again, this is my prediction, right? If, if there is a Gears collection, you're not going to be able to go into multiplayer and load any random mode across Gears 1 through 5 or something like that. Like, I don't think that's how it's going to be. If they did a Gears collection, I think it would be maybe kind of like Uncharted collection where it's just like the games are separated. You know, they're not through a unified menu. Um, but I don't know. That's hard because, like, they already re- they did a full remaster. Or not. Right. Re- I guess that'd be... Well, they like got the, the the sort of Series X enhancements and all that stuff. I think they run yeah, at well, 60 I mean, frames for, now. For or Gears something. One, though, it had like a full borderline remake. Yep, got that Ultimate Edition. Yeah, and then 
two and three got the you know just the Series X you know Xbox One X upgrades. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like a Gears collection would have Gears four or five in it for a couple reasons. One, they're giant games like as far as downloads go, and they're also much more recent. So I think if there was a Gears collection, it would probably just be Gears 1 through 3. I don't think Judgment would be there, and that's not because I don't want mm. Judgment to be there. It's because Judgment would just be you know, that much more money and work and, and that add to the size of the game, and Judgment's relatively not that popular. I, I would wager there's probably a decent amount of Gears fans, like casual fans out there, who don't really even remember or know that Judgment exists. I mean, it was kind of just... It was at the tail end of the 360, and people didn't really. Xbox wasn't really putting out anything good, so it's I was gonna like, say because I, I was kind of out of the loop on that era. Was, like was there even like any general excitement for that before it came out? I mean, some some like I feel like some like internet nerddom excitement, like me, like I was on the forums, like yeah, I'm looking forward to new gears, you know. And then I got it, and it was just like, you know, I, too, it's kind of funny. I, I think we, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, probably a couple years ago, but 2013, I think that was what the year that I came out, and. Um, it might, I might be off by a year, but I think it was 2013. Those systems were at their end, their tail end, and like you just started to see some kind of like almost felt like um, I don't want to say copy pasted, but it just kind of felt like a they were just churning out games in a franchise. I remember that same same year that Gears Judgment came out, there was the God of War Ascension, which was just like more of the oh, same. Was that the was PSP that prequel? Was that PSP? No, that was that was a full PS3 title. Oh no way. Yeah, but it was like it was a prequel to God of War One, and then Gears of War Judgment came out, and it was like a prequel before Gears, and okay. they didn't really get much traction. Um, so yeah, if there's a Gears collection, I think it'd probably be just the first three games. Mm-hmm. But then my question becomes: Is it going to be the Ultimate Edition of Gears One, and then Gears Two and Three with some better up resing scaling, or is it going to be an Ultimate Collection version? Like an ultimate Gears One version of two and three, which seems like a lot of work, mm-hmm. and that, that I don't know. Like I, I kind of find it hard to believe that they would do give the ultimate treatment to two and three, and then put all three in a box for sixty bucks. So if there's a Gears collection, I feel like it's going to disappoint people because I feel like it's not going to have all the games, and I feel like they're not all going to get the same treatment as Gears One. It'll mostly it'll mostly just be here's a package. They're presented better than ever, but there's not as many changes as you would want. I could almost even see them doing, actually, to kind of be like MCC, here's what I could see them doing. Gears Collection. It's three Gears games, and it's Gears 1 Ultimate. Then they give Gears 2 the ultimate treatment, and then Gears 3 is just like, get some quality of life, up-res type 60-frame stuff, and it's actually not an ultimate. And then they sell that at 60 bucks. That's what I could see. Okay. Well, you already kind of more or less hinted at this, but do you think multiplayer will be in it in terms of like Gears One, Two, and Three, like like in, in a similar fashion to MCC, you know, where they have different yeah, playlists and I, stuff? I don't think you could get away with. I, I think it would be if you're going to make a Gears collection, mm-hmm. if you're not going to include the multiplayer, I think you would have been better off as a platform holder to just not make the collection. I mean, Gears, a lot of Gears fans. I mean, the multiplayer is either the main thing they're there for. Or it's equal, you know. So I think it'd be there. Like I said, I think it would just be like you boot up Gears, the Gears collection, and you choose which game you want to play, and it would take you to that separate menu, okay. and then you'd have the multiplayer's there for each one. That's what I think. Because like Josh, you played Uncharted collection, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's or, how. Or I beat even it. Kingdom Hearts. That's how collection. I went through all of them. 
So yeah. Yeah, if you open up Uncharted or, or Kingdom Hearts Collection, but you 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 start the app, it takes you to a menu, right? And that menu, you choose which game, and then that and then it launches that, that game. game. Yeah, that's how. But I do you think, think the multiplayer itself will be on these new servers? Basically, like you're not going to be playing backwards compatible. Like I'm not going to be basically playing a 360 eras Gears 2 multiplayer. I'm going to be playing I, a modern version of it. Yeah, I think I think it would have to, to be new. I yeah, think it'd have to I be new. I think so, too. For sure. What about but the, the, other, the other angle I didn't touch on is that, I correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure Josh really wants this to be a thing. And for me, I'm more like, I, it's like this, guys. This is the honest truth. I prefer it wasn't a thing because I'm very content with the version of Gears that we have now. I feel like they look and run and play great. But another reason why I don't want it to exist is because I'll buy it. I'll buy it day one, and it seems so unneeded. Not if it's on Game because, Pass, Brian. Well, just the, I feel like the games we have now, like, I feel like the Gear series right now is very playable. Like It looks visually great. It's got enhancements. I just, it feels like a very unnecessary collection. And, and unless you're going to give it the, the huge MCC treatment, like, okay, here's what I can say. I don't think there's any chance this would happen. But if a Gears collection got announced, and it was literally like... Gears 1 through 4, or Gears 1 through 3, plus Judgment, or or even the whole Gears 1 through 5 or something, and you could have one unified menu where you go in and you select, like, Deathmatch, and you can get randomized through Gears 1, multiplayer to 4 to 3. If they did it, in, like, full-on MCC style, then I think I would legitimately be excited, because I'd be like, okay, this is really something to get excited about. But, man, sure. it sure, like, 343 sure made it seem like MCC was just not a project you could do in a quick turnaround. But to be fair, Gears Five came out in 2019. 19? Yeah. So if they if they if they give it a three or four, I remember four, talking about that to you at your bachelor party. I was like, Gears Five's coming out later this year. Yeah. I'm excited, man. But go ahead. Continue. Which is one of the few times I really use Game Pass because, like, I I thought that I honestly thought the build up for Gears Five was so terrible. I thought the marketing and the trailers was just awful. That I genuinely yeah, it wasn't thought, the best, unfortunately. Yeah, I thought I genuinely thought Gears Five was going to be a, a poor entry in the series. So I, so I actually went and uh, used Game Pass to play it. I did eventually buy it myself, but um, but yeah. So I, I don't know. But if they if they've given it like a three three or four full years development or something, uh, maybe they could pull off an MCC like deal. And we haven't heard anything from the coalition really since Gears Five. On that, so, uh, on to the next one. Yeah. What do you think the chances are that we hear anything on Gears Six? I think I think we will, but I think so. It seems kind of. I feel like that's something that if I'm wrong about it, it'll kind of be like, "Wow, Brian, you were way too confident about." Well, that. that's but what's like, fun about this is we're probably going to be off on like 90 percent of this I, stuff. So I feel like we will absolutely <laughs> see, at the very very least, a teaser like Gear Six, Gear Six banner. Uh, it's being worked on for PC, Series X, Series S consoles, and it's in now in development. You know, like that's. Mm. It's it's time to I mean I think that could with, be cool man I would love yeah that. I think with three years since the last game you have to acknowledge that it's being worked on right like we used to get the games every three years we'd get a game now it's been three years since the last one came out so it's like, yeah I feel like you gotta at least announce it plus people are looking for that Unreal Engine five I mean yeah not nah, for sure the only thing I've heard that could get in the way of that because I mean I I don't know if I'll if I could see it being there but I'd love it but uh, from what I've heard. Both the Coalition and 343 are working on... They've, they've also got another project in the pipeline. I, I don't know for sure if those are like non-Halo, non-Gear stuff, but I've heard they each have something else going on. That's weird you say that because I thought it was confirmed by Coalition that they're working on another game 
that is not gears. But I don't think I don't think three four three is working on anything. I could be wrong. I mean, I, I thought I heard it. I swore I heard it somewhere between Jez Corden or Jeff Grubb, but uh, I can't remember. I know. I know. There's the whole rumor of like, and this might be on your list. The whole rumor of like, well, I don't even know if it's a full rumor. I think it actually might be pseudo. It's kind of confirmed. Certain affinities working on a multiplayer mode for Halo Infinite, and it everyone thinks it's a BR. You know, Halo was that announced or was that the rumor? I, think, I can't remember well, the, if that was the, the BR aspect of it is what's rumored, I believe. But I think it's a, I think it has been confirmed. Yeah, certain things working on yeah, the mode. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So, okay. yeah. but yeah, I mean, I would love a Gears collection. Uh, pretty much like how you said it, Brian, dude. That's that's exactly how I want it. I want to be able to like like when Ultimate Edition came out, I got that renaissance of like playing a modern version of the Gears One multiplayer. But uh, I would love if I got the opportunity to do that with the others. And, and and even if they brought in Horde, that would be cool. Even if it was just one unified Horde, which I don't think they'll do. But, I mean, I... I How are you going to feel if it is just three games and you boot it up in their own separate menus? I mean, they really got to do... Bucks. There's got to be a little something in there to really spruce up me wanting to get it. Because at that point, it just feels like it's a launcher. The only thing that's different is I'm not seeing the 360 backwards compatible logo boot up when i start yeah. one of the other games so but uh next up <laughs> no neither of us really care about this although i'd probably say i dabble in it compared to brian but every year it feels like we get something new about forza with microsoft do you think we see something about forza again and if we do do you think it's going to be uh, a forza horizon expansion or just an entirely new forza like a motorsport or another just i think it's a I, I think we see some of a i, I think definitely think we see forza motorsport the main sport yeah because it's time it's their time to shine now i think it, we've it, horizons horizon came out last year why well, wasn't it last year Yep. The newest one? Yep. And, and uh, yeah, I think it's time That's for That's what's funny, dude. I've been listening, uh, I've been consuming so many podcasts lately, and they keep talking about how Xbox last year really delivered on their AAA stuff. And I thought, I didn't really feel like they did. Like, outside of Halo, I thought, what came out? And then I heard, you know, and then I heard Psychonauts, you know, and then you got uh, then you got Forza, and I think one or two others and stuff like that. And yeah. I thought, oh, that's why I didn't really play those games. Yeah, <laughs> I felt kind of bad, but it's like I guess they did technically deliver. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll see. If I had to guess, I'd probably say an up uh, some kind of expansion for Forza Horizon. But that's just because it's still new. The Forza Horizon, t- you know, they're working on Fable. So yes, yes. Uh, was, let's talk about that. Um, do you think it's going to be there? I actually, I mean, we can we can actually let me get your answer before I before I go on that. Do you think do you think we see Fable? If we do, what do you think we see? I think we get. I do think we get an update on Fable. Um, so the last time we saw Fable it was just like a literally like the word Fable against like a backdrop. Um, it was two so years th- ago, and you weren't even that excited because <laughs> because that yeah. was coming off the gameplay of Halo Infinite. Of Halo Infinite, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I think we'll see like a. 30 second to minute 30 CG trailer for Fable by, and it'll it'll, it'll say, you know, coming to PC and Xbox by Playground Games, but there'll be no release date and no gameplay. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would have thought the same thing, more or less, maybe a little brief gameplay tease, something in engine, but um, where am I seeing this at? Jeff Grubb, I mean, he he could be wrong, but I know Jeff Grubb's pretty notorious for being right. Um, he was just recently talking about that Fable and Perfect Dark are not going to be present at the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. So, well, we'll see. I I mean, 
there's a good chance he's right because I would put all my chips on. There's zero presence for Perfect Dark because I don't know if you followed that at all, but yep. the Perfect Dark studio is uh, it does not look good. And the no. funny thing is, when they first announced this new studio, the initiative to do Perfect Dark, they announced it as not a triple A studio, but a quadruple A studio. Yeah, Oof. and they they it seems like it's been rocky, and then they had to have Crystal Dynamics join in to help yep. make this game. Uh, so yeah, I don't think yeah, we're hearing anything about the studio Perfect. has left after their uh, the studio that was there originally has left. So I don't, I definitely think that's true. I wonder, I wonder how much that's a Microsoft thing because you, I, I feel like you don't really hear about Sony studios having max mass exoduses. People just want to like stay there. No, like. but it's also got to be tough. You you form a big studio, which is, I mean, the initiative seems like that's really their top tier studio. Like that's their main dog. Even though we have nothing to really establish it as such, but quadruple A, you want to make this big popular game. How do you foster a culture, you know, in a in a workplace like that, while also trying to build up what's going to essentially be one of your biggest games? Yeah, and and be a you know studio at the same time. That's got to be tremendously tough. But uh, I, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming Jeff Grubb will not be wrong on this, but it will surprise me at the same time between the Xbox showcase and whatever they do on the extended thing on Tuesday that we won't at least get some kind of little update. Like even if some dude showed up and was like, Hey, we're working on fable. Stay tuned for more details. Like yeah, just to right. hear it, just to hear it name dropped, I would think after two years would be something. But, but another way to look at it is because of like Bethesda, they, they acquired Bethesda and they're working on acquiring Activision. They might just feel less like they need to update people on Fable, and like let me just yeah. keep that in the background because we got other stuff to talk about. That's true. I have also heard that this is going to be more of a heavy Bethesda presence than just Microsoft stuff yeah. between the two, uh, even though this is a joint thing. But um, uh, this one's kind of an easy thing we can kind of summarize. Uh, do you think we'll see any news about Halo Infinite season three? Anything about expansion DLC? Just any Halo Infinite stuff? What do you think, Brian? Um. Well. Zero zero percent chance we'll see campaign DLC. Zero percent chance. Not even an announcement. That's not happening at all. Um, Interesting, season, Brian. Zero chance. Um, <laughs> season three. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, season three is kind of far away. Season two is not that old. Also, like co-op forged. Do you think? Do you think that's something that they would announce or like reveal, show off? Because on one hand, I'm like. There's a part of me that thinks that would be kind of cool, even if it's in the st- if it makes it in the extended thing and not the main showcase. But there's another part of me that says that would kind of suck to see that these modes that are like you know that we come to expect in Halo games at launch are kind of taking up time as like big big announcements. Yeah, I don't think they'll spend much time on on anything Halo. I think well, here's what I think we'll get: we'll get like a remember Halo Infinite, and there'll be like a little gameplay montage of the game. And then at the end, it'll be like, at the end of the show, log into the game to get your free Xbox emblem. <laughs> some giveaway. Some giveaway. It'll, that'll be it. There'll be like no actual Halo announcements. It'll just be like, here's here's some multiplayer con- here's some multiplayer footage, and then uh, get your free. X- it's like a big green X emblem for your Spartan. You okay. Get at the end of the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna say we get a name that like they name drop what season three is going to be called, but we don't get that until the extended showcase. I think at the bare minimum, we just get some like tease and some clue into season three, but I'm with you on the no D no DLC stuff. Uh, but speaking of that, you know what? Did you hear about that Xbox extended showcase? 
No, is that the, it's after the main showcase? Is that it? Well, they said that on Tuesday, so the main showcase is this Sunday, but then two days later, at the same time, they're going to be having an extended showcase. Didn't they do which, that last year? I don't remember, but the way that read on Xbox Wire, it definitely made it sound like it was going to be similar to an inside Xbox. So my expectations aren't high for that. Yeah. But what do you think? Do you think we'll get any major reveals for that, for an extended showcase? Or do you think that's really just the... TLDR getting to that's just the people. steam coming out of the gas pipe at the, there I think ooh you heard it from Brian that's a really good way of putting it man yeah the that, head, I think I think that's it that's, and then, and then I know like I know this isn't summer this isn't like legit summer game fest we're talking about but I'm yeah. sure you saw Jeff Keeley came out and said there ain't really a lot of new stuff being announced folks so temper those expectations did you see that <laughs> I did not see that but he yeah, did Jeff put Keeley out a big came out, he's like today. you know. Jeff Keighley's like, as long as things go as through as they're supposed to, there's a couple new reveals, but like a lot of what you're going to see is stuff that's already been announced. So if he came out and said that everywhere, I'm like, okay, probably should temper expectations. I mean, we're still true. Like I know, like COVID's not as like an earth shattering thing now as it was, but we're still still recovering from that. Yeah, still recovering. No, for sure. I I mean, I'm kind of happy in a way that it seems like a big focus on this is going to be gameplay. You know, not less trailers. Everything I've heard is going to be a huge focus on gameplay with whatever they show off. And it seems like that across the board, you know. And I'd rather have that at this point because I feel like for the last two years have been mostly, between everyone, trailers, you know. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's been Sony that's had more of their gameplay with their state of plays and stuff briefly. Not this last one, but there were some great announcements. I, but, ooh, yeah, go ahead. I think we might see some... Um I can't remember if they were allied with Sony or Xbox last time, but I, th- I was thinking we might see some new Jedi Survivor stuff at the Xbox. Yeah, that's what I was wondering on the third-party side of things, because, like, KOTOR Remake is aligned with Sony, which we'll get into, but, like, in terms of promotion, exclusivity, and stuff like that. And then I think also Modern War. I could be wrong, but I think Modern Warfare 2, they're aligned in terms of their marketing with Sony, even though it's multi-plat. Yeah. But would Jedi, you know, who's which side of the fence is Jedi Survivor going to be on? Because Fallen Order was on the Xbox side. I thought so. So yeah, I, you would think yeah. so. But I mean, I would love to see that if they show it. Josh, hit me up with the sound of the Coalition comes out to announce what the other game they've been working on is, and it is a Brute Force reboot. Mm, ladies and gentlemen, please introduce to the stage, returning back to the Coalition, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> hey guys, so you guys remember a long time ago, uh, Microsoft released this game called Brute Force. They called it the next Halo. Well, it was, but you got, y'all just weren't ready for it yet. That's why I'm pleased to announce Brute Force Remake Remastered reinvigorated coming out 2022 here to save microsoft and xbox that's right we've been working on it this whole time in secret go fuck yourself i like how rod rod, rod ferguson pulls Church like ferguson. marty mcfly and he's like you're not ready for that yet y'all not ready for that yet <laughs> and then no, Spencer you- comes out and he's like no hell to the no i didn't know about this and you know then then it creates all this hysteria and they get i'm gonna be real dude if the coalition was making a brute force game i'd be excited because the game would probably be fire well, like that's a that's a third person Brian, cover game. If you were asking me, I mean, this is so great. Uh, I, if you were to ask me blindly, like what what team, what Xbox team would I want to do that? I would probably say them because they have so much experience doing third person combat, yeah. and that was a four player co op game, if I'm not mistaken. And what is Gears? So that would be perfect. 
That would happen. And then they're like, and then like, if you pre-order, you get the crocodile dude from Brute Force. Oh, that's just a playable character in Gears Five multiplayer. <laughs> dude, it's so funny. It's kind of fucked up that Phil Spencer never had that come to BC. Like, out of all the Xbox exclusives, oh, Brute that, Force. Yeah, it's just, I, from what I understand, it's not BC, and I'm like, why? Like that was a oh, Microsoft man. exclusive. Maybe, maybe Phil Spencer's the one who pushed to get that game on the Xbox back in the day, and then it failed, and he just wants it to go. Pretty sure he wanted Voodoo Vince, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's so funny though. Um, okay, what do you think the chances are? This is this a little more left field. What do you think the chances are with a recent Steam Deck release that we get some kind of Xbox integration, some kind of announcement for that? Zero. Zero. Zero chance. I don't think that. No, I don't Does think that really. Deck, uh, for those that for those that are listening, to, how, how, where do you where do you sit on the Steam Deck? We haven't even really talked about that. I mean, the Steam Deck seems really cool. I think if I had a bunch of money laying around to blow, and mm-hmm. I could just walk into a Best Buy and buy one, I would. But with them being hard to get, and me not needing one at all because I have not only a gaming PC but regular consoles and a Switch, um, I'm just not particular. I, I, I'm interested in the concept. Yeah. But I don't need a mobile computer that doesn't have as good specs as my computer at home does. So, but it's it's a great it's a good platform. I don't think right now I don't think it really behooves Microsoft to uh, market their games or Game Pass being playable on the Steam Deck. Like that might be something that gets brought up at some point, but I wouldn't say at this showcase. You know, okay. why, why why put focus on the Steam Deck during their own showcase? You know, no, I don't sure. think so. For sure, for sure. All right, I've also heard rumors of. What's like a almost like a Xbox Fire Stick or like a box, like a streaming box? Yeah, and I've seen that brought up a lot. Seems that that one seems all but confirmed. Uh, do you think they announced that? Also, how do you feel about the idea of that? Uh, at this point in 2022, with everything that we know about the game industry, I'm okay with that as a concept. Mm-hmm. I think they will not mention it at the showcase because they'll be too worried that it'll be like an Xbox One moment. You know, like, okay. But what, like if maybe said, what if they said? What if they said? announced. But. Get this and play Brute Force Remastered Day One. I, I wouldn't play it, so I, mean, I don't have any interest <laughs> Brian? in Brute Force. No, I got no interest in Brute Force. <laughs> like it comes prepackaged with the download code or something to stream it or whatever. Oh, man, I it's might just be. like I remember. I remember when MCC was first announced. Yeah. There was people on the for- there were not a lot of people, but more than one person on the on the forums going. Is there any way I can purchase MCC without Halo Four? Is there any way I can delete Halo ah. Four? Like, like they didn't want that in their ver- like. I, I I would pay more to have Halo Four not included and like, and then I was just and and I remember everyone in the forums was basically like, just don't play it. It's included. Like just just don't open. Like click that game. Like no, but I don't want it to be there. I don't I don't want it to be in the collections. Like it's funny you say up. that. I mean, and I mean you're right. You're right. That's that's ridiculous. But it's funny because this is coming from the guy. Who day one was like, there's an online patch. He's like, I'm gonna. Is there? You were like on NeoGAF or whatever, and you were like, is there any way I can like install this and play it offline? I remember that. Remember that oh, being that, a thing. You're right. Because you had that a specific. Me. I mean, that's different. To be fair, because that I did that. All, yeah, like, it was that was 2014 on NeoGAF. I literally asked Frank O'Connor if you could play MCC offline without patches day one, and he answered me and said. Absolutely. And he technically was right, though a lot of shit was broken, so you don't really want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I ought to go back, to go back. Uh, Good times. Bad times, but good times. Yeah. For streaming thing, I mean, you know, me personally, it doesn't really, it's not something I would really buy. I mean, especially, honestly, it more comes down to data usage. Uh, I've heard, you know, especially if you're streaming a 4K thing, like that can eat up a ton. Even just streaming a 4K movie and... 
I don't feel like paying extra internet fees for that. But I think it's cool in terms of accessibility. It seems like Microsoft definitely wants to find a way to like get these get Xboxes out to people more or at least get people playing Xbox stuff. So I think the accessibility is always awesome. I mean, but it you know, I feel like I've I've spent the last couple years with such a focus on accessibility. Like Xbox I feel like the last couple years have been Xbox building up their portfolio around AAA products, but not the AAAs. Like, those have always been, like, looming, like, we'll get to them. They're coming, whereas everything else is coming out around it. Like, the you know, the console well, enhancements, think, the better controllers, absolutely. the adaptive controllers, and the street, you know, xCloud and all this stuff. So, what were we going to say, Brian? No, I think you're 100% right. I think Microsoft's very clearly been, like, for years, they've very clearly been, like, let's focus on everything except the AAA game because we can do good on all that, and we're not ready for the AAA game yet, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I know. I'm, like... And the thing is, they always talk, every year, it seems like for the last few years, every year, Xbox is like, this year we're just going to talk about games, 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 games. And everyone's like, yeah. And then I see the show, and I know this is pessimistic of me, but I see the show and I'm like, okay, that's not interesting. That sucks. That is, that's five indie games in a row. Nothing against indie games. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is a AAA game, but it's just a CG trailer. It's years away. There's that one game that's AAA that we knew was already coming. I got to see some of that. Five more indies, two things I don't care about, and then a final closer on a trailer for a game that's three years away. And I'm like, okay, you brought 20 games, but 10 of them were indie, and five of them are I'm not going to be able to see until I have four children. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, uh, what's crazy is I look back on the 2021 that we we did live, and at the time going into it, I remember thinking, this is where Xbox really needs to deliver. Like, this is where, like, they've got to really show that, you know, these last couple years of acquisitions, like, pays off. Here's some of the games we've been working on. And then all it was, really, I mean, granted, you had the pandemic. That was a huge factor. But all it ended up, it felt like it ended up just being uh, a show that showed off what to expect this generation of Xbox, not within the next year or two. Yeah. And... That's kind of that was kind of a bummer looking back, but uh, now nah, I mean I like the accessibility stuff, but it doesn't apply to me because at this point I'm just like, well, I have Xbox the way I want to play it. It's cool to have the other features. I'm glad they're there for other people, but I just want to hear about the games. Speaking of those, this one's the one I'm I'm most anticipating. I feel like is a, a shoehorn lock in. I'm going to say we see avowed gameplay. Not necessarily release date, but I think it's a lock that we get to see avowed gameplay. Brian, what's your thoughts on avowed in general? And what do you think we see? Um, I think I agree with you. I think we'll probably see some avowed gameplay. I do think we'll see we'll see some of that. It probably won't be a ton, but I think we'll see some. Mm-hmm. Um, when that was first shown off, it looked cool. It was just one of those things where and it was I'm too cool. far away. Yeah, I'm too far <laughs> away from the product. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, it's cool, man. I, I'm too I'm too far away from the product, and I don't know enough about that world because mm-hmm. it's based off of the what is the world? Pillars of Eternity. Of? It's Pillars it, of Eternity. It. Yeah, I'm too far away from it to have like deep interest, but it certainly looked like a fun, almost Elder Scrolls like kind of game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd be interested to see it. I, I'm definitely willing to give it a chance. I think they'll they'll definitely like talk about it again. I would think for Avowed, yeah, definitely for sure. That's the one I've heard out of all their studios has been the most smooth running well-oiled machine uh, over there at Obsidian. So I, I really hope to see it. You know, I haven't played a lot of Pillars of Eternity, one or two. I mean, I've only played a little bit of one, and I liked it. But for you guys that don't know, that's like a top-down, similar to like classic Boulder's Gate uh, isometric experience, whereas this is going to be first-person, 
maybe third person, you know, it, it seems like it's going to be closer akin to like an Elder Scrolls title, maybe scratch that itch for some people, but we still don't know. So, I mean, I think it's going to be established enough on its own where we don't feel like we need to go play those other games, which is, yeah, nice. but you'll feel like rewarded it. if you do, but yeah, um, man, I just really want to see that. I also, uh, I don't know. I just, I want to have that itch scratched because Elder Scrolls still seems like that is a way off. Speaking of that, uh, do you think we see anything about Elder Scrolls Six? I think we see nothing about Elder nothing. Scrolls. Nothing. I'm for with you on reasons. that. Couple reasons. Couple reasons. One, um, last time I showed it, it was just the title, and we know that it's there. Yeah, we know that they've been fully, you know, committed to Starfield. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they have much even to show at all. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think it'd be diminishing returns for them to show or talk about anything Elder Scrolls related when they're trying to have Starfield take, take the spotlight, you know, Starfield is their Elder Scrolls esque game. That they have ready to, that's almost ready to launch, you know, within the next year. Yeah. They want, they don't want the spotlight to be taken off of that. Plus they actually are going to have real genuine stuff to show for Starfield, like full gameplay and details. So no, they're not even going to talk about Elder Scrolls. It's not even going to be mentioned, I would think. That's how yeah. I feel. No, I'm with you on that. I don't think we'll see anything for a long time. I think their main focus is to promote Starfield and Redfall. And then once that game, once both of those come out, more so Starfield, you know, maybe six months to a year after that game's out is when I feel like they'll start to ramp up stuff for yeah. that again. I think I look back on that and I think it was, you know, we had so many people when they first announced that Elder Scrolls Six was in development. I think that was more so just a way to sizzle people and say, hey, yeah, we are. We know. We're making it. Don't worry. Yeah. Not Skyrim. It's re- coming. It's just 10 forever. years away. Yeah, maybe 20. <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking of that, Starfield and Redfall gameplay. Uh, Brian, how do you feel about Redfall? Because when I saw the trailer, I mean, there's so many people excited for this game, but it did nothing for me. And I'm honestly I... at a point where I'm just like so tired of co-op shooters. I mean, where, how do you feel on Redfall? I could not agree with you more. I have zero interest in Redfall. Yeah. Zero. I this everything I've seen from it, and I'm not even. This isn't even like a dig on the game itself or the company making it. It's just me as a person, me as Brian, the things I'm interested in. Yeah. Everything about Redfall is just it's a, it's a systematic way to make me not interested. Nothing about that game. The title, the look of it. The gameplay, the co-op, I, I'm not interested at all. No no interest. Yeah, and to be fair, we're not poo-pooing on that game, guys. I mean, we know there's a ton of people. Shout out to Elliot. I think I Elliot's super, a big yeah, one who's super excited for that. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope I hope they show, I mean, I feel like they're going to show off some gameplay or at least some kind of re-reveal of it in a way. Yeah, I think but, we'll see it for sure. Yeah, but I don't really, it just doesn't really appeal to me. I mean, the only type of game in that genre that I've really enjoyed is honestly the Left 4 Dead games. Um, and this might be completely different. It looks similar going off the CG trailer, but that's just it. It's hard for me to get excited off of a lot of CG trailers. I mean, I get that excitement for the initial announcement, but it quickly fades because I don't have much to really go off on. And we've seen far too often how the end products tend to turn out differently than, uh, what they initially show is like, Oh, this is what to expect. You know, like who knows by the time we see fable gameplay, if it's going to even resemble anything remotely close to that trailer, that CG trailer we got in 2020. No, no. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Speaking of Starfield, that's another big one. Do you feel like they take a deep dive on that? Or do you feel like, I mean, cause it's definitely going to be a presence, but do you feel like they take a deep dive, Brian, or do you feel like they just show off just a tiny bit and say more to come later this year? 
because now that there's the delay, maybe they want to save that and kind of promote most of it for later on. What do you think? I think it's a pretty big reveal. I think I think it's like a 15 like a deep dive gameplay Ooh. deep dive. Like this is the world of Starfield. This is the corporation t- name. This is the this is a gun we like. This is a, a planet we like. I like. Here's it. You're getting us, me excited, Brian. Here's us doing this thing and doing this quest. Or there might be like there'll be like Todd Howard or somebody talking over be like, you know. We arrived on this lunar base, and the scientist has lost his his gorgonite monster. Blah 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 blah. He last he saw it, it was in the the larva pits of Minigog. and then you have to like go to the <laughs> larva pits of Minigog. I like that to find this thing. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, it'll be like a, that's you know, some waterfake gore shit, Brian. Yeah, like back when they gave us the Fallout Four gameplay like, gameplay reveal, like right. they gave it to us. It was a deep dive. It was like. It was a pretty good deep dive, and then six months later we got the game. Obviously, this has been delayed, so it won't be that quick. But I don't think I don't think anybody, Microsoft or Bethesda, has much interest in, interest in keeping it secret anymore. I think they right. want it to be out there for people to see and get excited. Because right now everyone's excited because it's a Bethesda game made by Bethesda, set in space. They don't we don't actually know anything, you know? Right. I think people are definitely itching to see. I mean. It's crazy to think a year ago we got that announcement, and I heard that annou- that release date announcement was Todd Howard. That was his doing. He wanted to like set that in stone and said we're going to make it, and obviously that changed. And I don't hold it against him. I don't mind. Shit changes, but just don't be a cyberpunk. Just do not be a cyberpunk. Yeah, and you know I gotta say, like people have been given. I mean, I'm sure you've seen it out there, but there's been shit about Microsoft about Game Pass not having AAA titles, and just Game Pass being ridiculous, shitty in general, and also people just shitting on Microsoft because they don't have any AAA titles now coming out this year, as far as we know but i'm like you know what like kudos to them for taking what seemed like their big game of the entire year and saying we're going to delay that to me that says they care more about avoiding a cyberpunk situation and having a good title than having anything even come out this year and that to me like makes me feel really good about absolutely that's a great point because if if starfield came out and it was crap it was like cyberpunk or worse then the narrative is going to be well, Microsoft acquired them and they made them force the game out and didn't let them have the time to do it properly. But instead, this shows that even with them being under Microsoft, Microsoft's willing to push it out and take the criticism for it to get done properly. Push it. No, dude, completely agree. Completely agree. Um, on the Obsidian train, we don't have much to say about this, but I still want to mention it in case anyone is interested in this. That game grounded. Uh, I knew supposedly, grounded. I know. To me, I, I, I have not. Okay, Josh, I have not done the research to yeah. see how many years this game has been mentioned, but in my mind, I feel like every E3, there's a mention of Grounded. I feel like it just appears every year, and that's it. Like, is it even a game? Like, it's well, just a thing that here's, pops up. Here's how I'm also, I think it. my brain is misconflating Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare as Grounded. <laughs> I could get that. I mean, that's probably the closest close, closest game you have. If you're going under, like, Grounded and you see similar searches, it'd be like, Plants yeah. vs. Zombies. But, okay, this let me, let me phrase it like this. From what I've heard, Grounded 1.0, basically its full release is about to come out, or either we're about to get an announcement for that because it's been in game preview for so long. So, do you think that we're going to get this announcement at the main showcase or the extended showcase? Um, I would say extended. extended. Yep, yep, yep. Extended, yeah. I agree extended with you. edition, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm with you. I, I mean, I've heard great things about that game. It doesn't interest me because it's another live service game. 
you know what's up what's up you got a big smile on well your it's face, funny because we're both like oh the grounded the grounded talk will be in the extended it's like that's like that's like that's like saying you want to watch the extended edition of Lord of the Rings because like if you watch the extended edition of Lord of the Rings you get to see you get to see Gimli eat a pork chop like who cares it doesn't actually add anything do. to the movie <laughs> we do we, we I mean yeah know, if it's there I want well at least we know he likes salted pork <laughs> but, yeah but no I mean and on that note too I will say Sea of Thieves I think in the extended showcase we probably get some kind of expansion update announcement type of thing. For what's to come either later this year or next year. I don't think they'll say that for the main stage. I think it's more Bethesda, more new announcements. But I do think we'll hear some update on that. What's up? Josh, you remember you remember back in like the late nineties or early two thousands? Brian's had like a shit eating grin the last two minutes. What's up? Oh yeah. What was the question? I'm sorry, Brian. You know, like the late nineties, early two thousands, there was a bunch of different search engines. You know, it wasn't just Google. You had Fucking shout out to Ask Jeeves, baby. There you go. Ask you said Jeeves. what I was about to say. Yeah. So Josh, I want you to tell me what the what the gameplay would be like, what the game would be like mm-hmm. if Microsoft announced a uh, new companion piece to Sea of Thieves. It's Sea of Ask Jeeves. Sea of Ask Jeeves. It's a search like? quarry for like a LFG groups or some shit. Oh my God. When I when I first got on a school computer and they had they had Ask Jeeves as their default search engine. I thought that it was literally a question box. You put in a question, you ask Jeeves, and he'll answer it. Yeah, I did too. I didn't realize it was like Yahoo or Google or you know something else. Yeah. I mean, or Bing now. You know, so it's <laughs> it's like you could ask Jeeves, where can I where can I get a carrot? And then ask Jeeves like carrots are orange. They come, they grow in the ground. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. Where's, yeah. Where do I get one? Yeah. How long is a carrot? Yeah. Crazy shit. Yeah, see, um, see of Ask Jeeves. If yeah. you get to call Oscar, if you get to call, uh, you know, the pilot Oscar Meyer, I get to call see it. Of see of Ask Jeeves. See of Ask Jeeves. Hey, I'm all for it. <laughs> That's the most relevant. Man, Ask we, Jeeves has been like 15 I, I can't, years. It's already an oddball, so I can't make that the title because people would be too confused, but I would love for the title of this podcast <laughs> to be Sea of Ask Jeeves. Oh, we got to <laughs> save that. We got to save that. Keep that one in the yeah. chamber. Uh, but going off the Obsidian train, uh, last year, or maybe it was at the Game Awards, I can't remember now, we got a announcement for Outer Worlds 2. Do you think we'll get an update on that in any, sh- any way, shape, or form? Uh, yeah, I think they'll, at the very least, just like talk about its existence and its in development and it's coming along. It kind of makes me sad that uh, when, when Outer Worlds came, or what, not Outer Worlds, yeah, that's right. Is that what it's called? The, yeah. I always get it mixed I, up with Outer, Outer Wilds. Wild. Yeah. Ugh, um, not a when that game came out, I started playing it. I put like 10 hours into it, and then I dropped it, and then I never came back to it. And I still, I just, I want to, it's on my Xbox. I want to play it more, but I don't know. Maybe when the sequel comes out, it'll really light a fire, fire under my ass. I loved it, but I played 15 hours roughly, a little bit more than you, and the only thing that stopped me was the thing that always stops me is I'm already on something else with these types of games, and I tell myself, if I try to play a lot of this, I'm ne- I'm going to get too far away from that game. And when I want to go back, I'm going to forget where I am, what I was doing. Yeah. I'll not finish that one, and then I'll not finish this one. I need to focus. But I haven't gone back to it. But I did recently just buy that, um, basically, their collector's edition that's got the two expansions and shit. So I really want to play that. But uh, uh, another one is uh, Project Cobalt, which is supposedly an RPG by In Exile. I th- could be wrong. I think I heard this one was like a steampunk type of thing. Uh, Brian, I, I can't remember because... Uh, where do you stand on RPGs in terms of your interests? Because I mean, lately, you know, you Final Fantasy, you got Kingdom Hearts. 
And there's you dabble in RPGs, but they're not your favorite genre. Is that right? Like, do they get you? I excited? mean, I don't know. I like RPGs a lot. I think I just, I think I, I want to play games that are that are replayable. I think I don't know why, but like replay value is one of my number one things. So like, that's probably why I love Fable One so much because I can just replay Fable over and over again. But then like Witcher Three, it's not a very. Some people think that's heresy. To, I mean, I guess, and I think Joe, our mod, I think he's played Witcher Three many, many times. But to me, I just don't. I just don't see Witcher. I don't see. An, it's hard for me to picture playing Witcher Three all the way through, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times in the seven years it's been out. You know, you've only played it once, Josh. I've played it once and and tried to start it twice. Mm. Um, but I it just doesn't seem like yeah. So I, that's really my only thing with RPGs is for it's sure. just too big, too Not time sure. consuming. I mean, it sounds like they've got a lot of studios working on RPGs, so I mean, I, I'll be excited to see what they look like, but it doesn't mean I'm going to be interested in every one of them, but it's exciting. Um, okay, uh, I know we'll probably get, uh, I, we don't have really much to say about this, like new Game Pass offerings, do you think they'll announce it at the show or extended? Or even at all? Uh, I think they'll announce it at the main show, and I think they'll, yeah, I think they'll announce some new games coming to Game Pass, and it'll be like, it'll be like three or four straight fire titles but there'll be ones that are so old that we don't really you know like hell yeah i i don't know i don't know what's not there already but we'll get like man what's a game <laughs> what's a game <laughs> what's, maybe like is, is battlefield 2042 on there yet Ooh, like if, i like, just heard that, that like, i just heard that's down to a skeleton crew now brian literally a skeleton crew like oh, pretty much yeah, just finishing like, off their obligations and ea's like we're getting oh yeah it's probably like it's like a ship, ship. out at sea and you just yep. have like you know how they have like the the people at the bottom of the ship with the rows with, yeah. with the not the rows the oars yeah and there's just like five of them down there and like the captain and all the upstairs crew they just they took off on a dinghy they left a long time ago <laughs> yeah that's because he used the sea of SGs and he found yeah. uh, he found a local the island to <laughs> to go set up <laughs> uh, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I expect, I'm, I'm sure they'll have some of that. I, I would think they save that more for the extended <laughs> showcase. What's up? What you got? No, I just, I think it's just hilarious to see of Ask Jeeves. I just, of Ask Jeeves. I don't I'm just picturing, I'm just picturing like a little boat that you and me are on and we yeah. look out in the ocean and there's just a, a freaking hundred thousand Jeeves just floating out in the freaking water. Speaking. And they're, and they're all like, ask me a question. <laughs> I could see that. I could see And that. they were like, how do we get to shore? And they're like, shores are comprised of sand. Shores. Like, Shut the. F- he's got to have like an English butler, like Alfred voice, you know? Stop. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of rare, do you think we see anything about Everwild? That game has sounded like it's in like development hell almost. Uh, I'm gonna go with nothing on that. Okay, because all we've gotten is like I think a CG trailer, one or two of them, I think. But that's by Rare, and we know nothing about really what to expect from that game. I'm with Brian. Uh, I don't think that's happening at all. I think that's too far yeah. off. Um, we got a couple things left in the uh, Xbox Showcase one before we move on. Uh, Wolfenstein 3, Brian, do you think there's any chance that Bethesda comes out and says, yeah? Because supposedly, and I, this is hearsay, I, I can't confirm that I've that this is accurate. I've heard that Pete Hines has said long ago that, yeah, Wolfenstein 3 is going to happen. But who's to say if they're actually working on that? And again, that'd be Machine uh, yeah. Games, if I'm not mistaken, but still published by Bethesda. I want I want to see uh, a Wolfenstein 3 announced. And that's funny, because the thing is, the New Order's, probably in it's definitely in the top 25 if not higher top 10 maybe i don't know it's it's up there some one of the best fps's i've ever played mm-hmm. uh i loved the new order but i really didn't like the sequel that much and i just couldn't help but that's not fair like it that much. I, so I definitely think i, I would hope they go back to to formula on that back to formula on back the, uh, to formula! 
Yeah, on uh, Wolfenstein. But I'm I'm gonna I'm kind of leaning towards. I think they've got enough to show. Probably talk about the show already. I don't think they're gonna announce the third game. Fair yet. enough. Fair enough. Do you, but I you, can see them. You think it's I can the see them announcing Wolfenstein three, like next year, and then saying it comes out at the end of next year. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll get on board with you on that because I was kind of on the fence with Wolfenstein three. I thought. I could see them at least announcing it. I don't. I don't think they would have anything to really show. But it just feels like the way, and maybe it's different with Xbox now owning them. But I feel like the way Bethesda has always operated is like we don't show much of our game off until it's coming out that year. You know, which was going to be Starfield, but now that's a little delayed. So like, if Wolfenstein's coming out, I don't feel like Wolfen. If there's a Wolfenstein three, I feel like there's no way it's coming out this year. So they're going to show it off big time next year or the year after, because that'll be the year it releases. That's my guess. No, I think I'm with you on that. I would love to see another one. I mean, Youngblood got such bad press. It's the only one I haven't beaten. But what was the what was the expansion they did that came out after New Order? Was it Old Blood? Yeah, the Old Blood. Old Blood, okay. That was really good. I didn't like it too much aside from the okay. ending, but I know most people did. Yeah. New Order, I super liked. New Colossus, I liked parts of it. Um, yeah. But I still wanted to see what was to come. And Youngblood... I didn't hate it as much as everyone else, despite not having beat it. It's just that it was built as co-op, and I more so enjoyed those types of co-op games, just like we said with Redfall. Uh, when I was younger, I had more time for that stuff. I was really into that stuff. Now I really want the single-player stuff because it's stuff I can ingest when I have time, yep. rather than having to wait on anybody else or try to do that. But I'm glad those are there for people that enjoy them. Moving on, though, let's see. Uh, okay, I'm going to throw a couple at you here. I'm going to throw a little trifecta, Brian, and you can tell me no, no, no. Okay. Bethesda comes out and says, hey, we don't have Starfield and Redfall coming out this year, but we got Oblivion remastered. Or we got Fallout New Vegas 2 being announced by Obsidian. Or, hey guys, we got Fallout 3 remastered. Do you think any of those happen? Of those three, I think there is zero chance of Fallout 3 remastered, zero chance of Oblivion remastered. Crushing my dreams, but I'm with you. small... (laughs) And a small, small chance that New Vegas 2 is announced. I think I think we will see a New Vegas 2 by Obsidian mm-hmm. uh, sometime in our lives. Uh, but I don't think it's now. So I'd go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 0% chance. Well, if I have to give a percent, I'm, I'm not going to do 0 because 0 is Okay, yeah. I'm going to say... 10? <laughs> five, I'll say 5% chance. 5 for, less than what I guessed. No, no, I'm not done yet. 5% chance for Fallout 3 Remastered. A fifteen percent chance for Oblivion remastered. Ooh, and a twenty percent chance of New Vegas two. Why is okay? I mean, that's fair. What makes Fallout three the least, and what puts Oblivion in second place? Well, Oblivion would be like here's more Elder Scrolls content while you wait for the next one. We've already had Skyrim redone fourteen thousand times. <laughs> Morrowind is way way too old for like new like kids who grew up with skyrim they couldn't play they probably wouldn't enjoy morrowind unless they actually remade morrowind to play different so it couldn't it couldn't be like a Which remaster had to be. Yeah. so so it'd have to be oblivion oblivion could definitely be bring in a new audience because people who love skyrim and they're waiting but fallout 3 uh, I don't see that because we already have Fallout 4 Contemporary, we have Fallout 76 Contemporary, and the general consensus is New Vegas is way better, even though I like Fallout 3 more. The general consensus is New Vegas is better. So when you have New Vegas, Fallout 4, and Fallout 76, 
Why would they invest in in making a remaster of the third? I just don't see it. Did yeah. Creighton enjoy New Vegas more? I swore there's somebody we. He loves knew. it way more. Than okay. Creighton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, if I had to guess, I feel like there is a chance Fallout Three between the three will get remastered. Like, I don't think Oblivion will happen as much as I want it to, but that's why I put it on the list. Um, and I don't see New Vegas happening yet if it does. But I would see like my my cards would be on New Vegas Two being at least announced, maybe, you know. Or Fallout 3 Remastered. Just so we have something, because I'm sure that's something they were working on. But I'm sure you agree with me. I was going to pick your brain on this. You said earlier that you thought you could see Obsidian doing a New Vegas 2. Would you... I mean, I feel like that's probably because Oblivion is so far off. And we got... you know Fallout 4 came after Skyrim. So, of course, after Starfield, it seems next is definitely going to be Elder Scrolls. So the next Fallout from Bethesda seems way off. So you would think that they would give it to they would give one to uh, Obsidian since they're both under the Microsoft house. And well, have better yet, on one. maybe Fallout going forward just is, is just a, it's just a, a joint Bethesda and Obsidian work because the general consensus from fans is Obsidian and the and then the original developers of Fallout from BlackRock that are at Obsidian make better Fallout games than Bethesda. So maybe just going forward, the the Fallout team's heavily Obsidian, and, mm. and you know, Elder, or, uh, Bethesda can focus on I Elder Scrolls it. and Starfield. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. But man, it's the old, uh, Obsidian's starting to seem like their portfolio is already getting big. But I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But um, okay, they announced, I can't remember if this was at the Game Awards or last kind of E3 season, Indiana Jones. They announced that they were working on that. Do you think we see think anything we'll see more about that? I think we'll so see. Too. We'll see like a a little CG trailer or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, you got the movie coming out next year. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Do you think they'll try to release an Indiana Jones game somehow, some way by that release date, or like a Blu-ray release date, or just still somewhere farther off? No, I don't think it'll line up with the movie at, at all. I okay. think that's what people want, and there's zero chance. Of that I would happens. love it, but I'm with you. I don't think realistically yeah. that happens at all. No, I think that's that, that game is still. Did, I don't early. know if you had this on your list. I think I'm going to, here's, here's, okay, I'm going to make my, this is my big, like, left field play. Oh, go for it. I think, well, I don't think it'll happen, but, like, maybe it will happen, and I'm just kind of throwing the idea out there. Uh, Our id software comes out and says, we're working on a Quake reboot. Had that in my notes, but that's awesome. Let's talk about it. You did? Yeah. Uh, A Quake reboot, do you think they announced, like, is it, is it, uh, so you think a reboot over a remake? Yeah, because because the Quake One, I, don't, I I think I told you this before. Quake One and Quake Two are not set in the same universe. They're not even. They're not even. All they share is the name. Right. So, like the Quake games don't have any continuity really. So I mean, it'd just be a reboot. You, they want to get a refresh on that. I mean, how different do you think it's going to play than Doom? Um. Well, I mean, because they, they think, play. I mean, I know they're different, but they still played somewhat similar back in the day. Well, they even put the quad damage Quake item in Doom. Oh, um, yeah. I, I think uh, I think it'd play somewhat similar similarly, but uh, I think they could add enough spins on it in the Quake world to make it seem different. But I definitely feel like it had its its DNA tied to Doom probably now. But uh, yeah, I don't think I think all it would be is like maybe some music and then like the Quake symbol and then it shows like id software and it's like you know uh, a new Quake is. I would lose my shit. Yeah. I would be excited after coming into the. The Doom franchise with Doom and Doom Eternal, and then 
I loved it. I got a lot of love for Quake 4, which I know is the black sheep. Not anything like the other Not ones. Not the worst game ever. But it was enough to get my foot in the door with Quake, so that if this gets announced, I'm going to be fucking hyped. I would be super yeah, hyped that'd for that. that'd be a really I'd, cool one. That'd be a great sleeper one. I, I feel like people are hoping for that. It's been, it's been over two years since Doom Eternal came out, so I think it's true. I don't think it's crazy to imagine that pre-production on a new Quake has started. Yeah, is and if I was in the studio, that'd be more fun. It'd be nice to take a break after doing two Doom games, even though it's somewhat yeah, similar. They, they pretty much knocked it out of the park with the two Doom games, and there's a good chance if you did a third one, you'd probably mess something up. So. Yeah, plus they had the uh, Ancient God shit for uh, yeah. Eternal, so you still had extra campaign stuff. Yep. But uh, last one I got game-wise, I still got just a couple others here on the Xbox One. Final Fantasy VII revealed coming to Xbox finally after that timed exclusivity. It was originally supposed to be... The reason why I brought this up, guys, was because it was originally supposed to be one-year exclusivity with PlayStation. Now, I don't think this is going to happen because I think PlayStation wants Cloud as one of their PlayStation mascots, essentially. But what do you think the odds are of that happening, Brian? It's been two years since that, since the game came out. Um, It's not impossible, but something tells me that something behind the scenes has changed and it's not coming to Hell Xbox. Hell no. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. I would love it. I, I would love for them to come out and be like, hey, guys, day one game pass. Play it now. It's available now. Speaking of which, Brian, do you think, this is not my notes, do you think we'll get any type of announcements that are available to play right now on game pass? I don't think so, but I would love it. Some strange indie game that if I criticize it all online, 50, 100 million neckbeards come out <laughs> to tell me that I'm stupid for only liking AAA, even though I never said that. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Last couple things I got for Xbox, and then I just got a few things for the other ones. Um, how many times, Brian, let's put a number on it. How many times do you think we're going to hear Xbox exclusive? Oh, oh man. That's, Probably. A, that's a thing for Brian and I. That's just like I, I feel like that's such a common thing now. Somewhere between 16 and 26 times. Oh, shit. 16 and 26. 16, 26. Gotta go pick up sticks. Man, I'm going to say 16. I'm going to go with the 16. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go low on that. But it's funny because I just remember back in the day when they showed off Xbox games. You know, they talked about it being exclusive. But then it got to a point with that Xbox One era where they were like, Xbox exclusive. <laughs> we get it. We get it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Like maybe, I don't know. I feel like I know people would be arguing with me if this was like in a forum post, but I'm like, I see right through the game. Like I, I see. I right see through, through the lies of the Jedi. Well, yeah, really, because like <laughs> I, I see what they're doing here, right? Like you give me an hour showcase. I've already. I mean, I said this like 20 minutes ago. Ooh. You give me an hour showcase, and three fourths of it are. Indie games, CG trailers, and shit I don't care about. And, I, and I'm not saying I don't like indie games. There's genuine indie games I love, like uh, Super Meat Boy or uh, two, Tale of Two Brothers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I played and beat. Um, but like, if you give me an hour-long show and you keep saying Xbox exclusive, brand new reveal, new you know, <clears throat> uh, world first or whatever, I'm like, okay, but I only cared about one or two of the 17 to 20 items you said. So it really... You just wasted my time, which I'm, to be fair, they didn't waste my time. I chose to watch an event, but like, I'm only going to care about probably one or two things. Well, in your defense, I feel like when they say Xbox exclusive, you feel like they're setting up for a big announcement. 
Yeah. And then you see that it's just like kind of an indie game and it's like, it's not to dog on that indie game or like double A game, whatever you want to call it. It's just like, man, I felt like we were getting something big here. And then I'm you get really to the end of the sick. show and it's like two or three things. That yeah. Really... I'm really sick of the quirky indie games too, where it's like, like, like it says, you know, exclusive and the indie game pops up and it's like a piece of paper with a bunch of writing on it. And it's like, in our game Whiteout, you play as Whiteout and you have to remove all the words from the paper with, uh, to, to create a story that will go on for generations. And it's like, I don't want to play a game about using Whiteout on a paper. Like, I just don't. I didn't need that in my life. So uh, Real quick, because uh, yeah. I forgot about it. I'm, I mean, I get that. I'm with you. Soccer 2, I think, got delayed. And that was more so because of the Ukraine situation. Do you think we see any announcement about that? Any update to it? No, nothing. No, I'm kind of with so. you. I think I think that one we're gonna not see for a while. Uh, the Do you last think we thing, see any new peripherals or console attachments of any type? No, because I feel like if they're gonna do any of that, they probably save it for either the extended show, but probably more next year. I don't know. I just feel like this is gonna have such a huge focus on games. I think they know since they don't. I mean, it feel I feel like it's safe to assume. I could end up eating my words come Sunday. I feel like it's safe to assume. They don't really have any AAA stuff. I feel like if they, the biggest thing they probably have is a Gears collection coming out this year, if that even happens. So I got another left field. I got another left field one. Okay, and then I realized I got one I forgot. Go for uh, it. Keep keep that in mind. I think they're going to announce a Starfield branded Xbox Series X that okay. comes out this year because it was supposed to come out the same time as the game. Oh man. Well, I love the idea, but I hope they wouldn't do that. This feels like Halo infinite all over again i know release a ship think, before the game be like a, it might uh, be like a white a white series x that has like a like a decal of a starship on the side yeah well that could be cool that'd be the first themed console they've done which let's see it you're starting i mean i every time i go to walmart brian or target i see an xbox series s occasionally i see an x but yeah. i see i'm starting to see more yeah. frequently now playstation's not as much but maybe that's possible um What's hellblade hellblade 2 we see a little bit of gameplay is my prediction, and we get a release date. Not this year, I'm saying, but I think we do get some kind of wow. quarterly release date. What do you think? You're optimistic. I think we don't see it. We get no release date. Okay. Okay. Complete opposite. Because of that, I, I want that game, and that game excites me. Like I'm, I, I want to play Hellblade too, but like yeah. they announced it so early, and I feel like it's one of those games like we're just not gonna be playing it like 2026 for some reason. <laughs> I do think. A lot of stuff we're going to see in this. We're probably going to not going to be playing until 2024 to 2026. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. But uh, uh, the last thing for Microsoft. Brian, we know every single year we see Phil Spencer. He comes out wearing a gaming t-shirt. What game does he wear? It's a, it's it's okay. I'm going to say one thing and then I'll, I'll do an addendum. It's going to be an Activision property. Activision Ooh, Blizzard property. Even though the deal hasn't gone through, okay. And I think it'll either be Crash and Spyro, because it's like a rub in the face to it used to be a PlayStation thing. <laughs> or he's got he's or, got his one hand in his pocket, and even though you can't see it, he's got a middle finger out inside. Yeah, he's got a middle <laughs> finger in his pocket and another one on his Spyro Crash T-shirt. I would love that. That's best. Um, <laughs> And if it's not Crash or Spyro, then my second choice is he goes with Diablo. Mm, Diablo. Okay. Yeah, Activision. Blizzard. Interesting. Man, I, I feel like, well, I don't think we'll really see any Activision stuff until... He could have a Starfield shirt. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna say Grounded. 
I feel like he's going to... Oh, come on, Phil. <laughs> Some grounded listener out there is like, come on, Brian. It's literally it's literally just a black shirt that he rolled around in the no, grass. No, but I mean, in. he, you know what? He plays all, like, he, he plays like everything. And I, when I've seen him online, he'll play like, I, he's a huge fan of Voodoo Vince. I think he was a big proponent in getting Double Fine, getting Psychonauts 2. I could be wrong on that, though. But he likes a lot of that more, um, not indie stuff necessarily, but kind of like... Not so much triple A, somewhere in between. So I, I feel like he would probably come out and be trying to prop up Grounded or something kind of on that level. But uh, that's pretty much it for Xbox. But uh, overall, I mean, is there anything else you want to say about Xbox's showcase? Anything? Well, what's the thing that gets you the most excited about it? Uh, I mean, anything? Any other predictions for that? Well, um, I think, okay, so what would get me the most excited if I could have anything Yeah, would probably be... You know, new Halo campaign like, DLC, sing, single player. Whether it's infinite campaign DLC, whether it's they partner with another studio for a Halo Wars three or a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Like it is just, it honestly is going to be. It would be something Halo. Okay, but I honestly don't believe there's a, a chance in hell we see anything. No chance in hell. You from got- Halo. Uh, Brian, so from, from go ahead. What's that? I'm sorry, no, I interrupted you. Go, go ahead. ahead and finish. I won't forget. I promise. I was going to say, uh, from from what I expect we'll see, the hypest moment for me will probably be Starfield gameplay. Like, if I'm just being real about what we're going to see, that'll probably be the best thing. But yeah. Halo is what I would want, but I just don't think it'll be there. What were you going to say? Uh, Avowed's peak for me, and Starfield in, in a very close second. But when we do, when the time comes, just for shits and giggles, that we do see some kind of campaign DLC... What do you think the odds are that we would get something that's like... Back to a linear structure, say like four missions, and it's set in a different biome, but maybe on still on Zeta Halo. Would that excite you? Does that not excite you? What that they, would excite what, me. Okay, okay, that's what I wanted. To I, I don't, I don't think it's what we're gonna get though. I, I here's what I'm, I don't know. What I'm hearing in the rumor mill is that the next campaign stuff we're gonna get is like player versus environment challenges which doesn't do anything for me but i know some people are excited about that like like maybe they'll make it so that in the campaign like you can go out into the open world and there's like different objectives to do different things in the world and different challenges and to me like i'm you know just it's just who i am as a gamer i care about the story i care about the substance of the campaign so if that's it i have no interest in that really i probably won't engage in it much I do want what Josh said. Now, to go, what what I'd be happy with, like if I'm going to meet in the middle, I'd be happy with a new campaign DLC that still takes place in the same Pacific Northwest. I'm not saying that's what I want, mm-hmm. but if there's like further story, like, let, like let's say, to make it simple, let's say there's a two or three hour DLC where you go find Lasky and you and Lasky fight your way out of a banished Rambo base, Lasky. and it all happened. Yeah, and it all happens in the Pacific Northwest again. Like, it's even the same borderline, all reused world of Infinite to tell that story. That would still be enough to bring me in. Like, give me some substance, campaign, story, you know, character stuff in DLC. That'd be fine. Even if you reuse the same environment. But, of course, what I would prefer, four to six hour, new biome, great story edition. But I... Ugh, I don't know. I just don't know. If you think if have, we ever get something like that, it's probably way off, like years. It's way off, or I don't know, with like with COVID and like the way 343 seems to be losing employees and hiring new ones, 
maybe we don't see any giant campaign substance till a straight up sequel to Halo Infinite. Yeah. Like I don't know if they'll stick to that 10-year plan. There's nothing Here's the thing, guys. This is this is where I feel pretty good about saying that the 10 years might not stick. 343 announced the Reclaimer trilogy when Halo 4 came out. They very quickly in just a couple years shifted it to the Reclaimer saga. They changed their mind and said it wasn't going to just be three games. And then very quickly after the Reclaimer Saga, they changed their minds again and said, you know what? Reclaimer Saga is over. We're not really doing trilogies or sagas. We're just gonna do we're just gonna do new games and we're not gonna have a title. So they've they've shifted and changed their mind quite a bit. So I, I don't think I don't think Infinite's gonna be all we have for ten years. I, I really don't think it I don't think it's got hmm. I don't know. I don't I and I just things I've heard, I just don't think I don't think Infinite's a 10-year game. Like It'll be something we're still playing in 10 years, like MCC, uh, and it'll get new updates. But I think we'll see something new from Halo. Uh, I think so, too. I think there's yeah. been a lot under the uh, under the sink that's had to be worked on, fixed, and it does seem like it's a bit of a, of a revolving door at the moment. So I don't think the 10-year thing is really something they're going to stick to anymore. Not necessarily because they don't want to, but just because they probably can't. And, you know... Who knows how long it's really going to take before this game fills in a proper launch date. And then we get to the point where we really start getting extra content. So, yeah. And that's the thing is, like, when they announced it was, like, they announced, they had this 10-year plan when the game was going to release in 2020. So now, come the end of this year, we're already two years into that supposed 10-year plan, and the game's not fully finished from what it should have been on day one. So, if you're talking, if you're talking the game's fully content complete, Mm -hmm. um, mid to late 2023... And then they decide to do some DLCs here and there. Very realistic. We get an announcement for a new Halo sequel, 2025, 2026. Yeah. Nowhere near that 10 years, you know. No, I so that's you. what I think. But yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it Sunday, though. Uh, I'm really excited for that one. Uh, and the extended showcase, I'll probably watch, but I don't have any real expectations for it. I expect another. I mean, they kind of silently killed off inside Xbox, it seems like. But The, uh, the extended showcase will be led by be probably the, the Paris guy. I think you're right. I think it is confirmed to be Paris. I, yeah. I figured. I could be wrong though, but I, I think it's I think it's Paris. But uh, moving on, uh, I only have really one thing to say about Nintendo, only because uh, I don't follow Nintendo as much, despite loving it. But I'm going to pass this over to Brian. Brian, you kind of said this off air. You had a lot to say about Breath of the Wild too, but Nintendo as a whole, Brian, what's your thoughts? Um, I'm wondering if Nintendo will repeat what they did. In 20, let's see, it would have been 2016. Mm-hmm. At 2016, they basically, their their E3 showing was just, here's a ton of Breath of the Wild footage and announcements, and their entire demo floor was just having people play Breath of the Wild. And pretty much their entire presence was just that game, such a big game. And it proved to turn out well for them because the game came out 2017 and it was a huge hit. So Breath of the Wild 2... It's been announced and it's been in development for quite some time. They said it's not coming out this year, but they'll have more to talk about it later. Mm-hmm. I think maybe this year's Nintendo E3 is just Breath of the Wild 2. Here's some gameplay. Here's the here's the title of the game. Here's like a show floor where people can play it. And it's coming out March of 2023 or something like that. That's what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't think they're going to have a, a bunch. I think they'll have like one or two you solid They're in a place like where they don't that. really need to either. You know, yeah, people just they haven't been doing E3 traditionally for a long time. Yeah, they just do their own thing. No, I'm with you on that. I mean, I don't I'm not as educated on Brian with the Nintendo stuff, but I wanted to get that in there for you guys. 
moving on to PlayStation. I only got a couple in PlayStation. Got just a tiny bit more in third party to wrap it up. Uh, PlayStation. I've heard rumors that there is going to be a Silent Hill 2 remake, supposedly developed by Bloober Team. Do you have any interest in the Silent Hill franchise? Have you ever played a Silent Hill? I've never played one, but if they could bring the franchise back in a really good way, like a proper way, or even release like a proper re-release of the older games, I would be willing to try it. I think it'd be a fun Same series. Here. I do like I do like that stuff, but uh, I don't know. I feel like it's like an inside joke to, for a new Silent Hill to be announced every year. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with either there is no no new Silent Hill announced, mm-hmm. or if they announce it, it'll be something no one wanted, like a. Uh, either a mobile game or a free-to-play Battle Royale on the PC or something stupid. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I mean, I, I feel like if we get that, it's not going to be still for a while. I don't know if we'll really yeah. see that this year. And I feel like that would have been, well, no, I, I'd actually redact that. I was going to say, I feel like that would have been something they would have shown at that recent State of Play. But they did show that that State of Play was all third-party titles. It wasn't PlayStation exclusives. So, like, Street Fighter and Resident Evil 4. By the way, what do you think about all that stuff? Was there anything in there that stood out? Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, uh, it's kind of similar to. Well, it's not the same as Gears because like Resident Evil Four has a lot more room to be remade. But I love Resident Evil Four as it is, and I think it holds up incredibly well today. So I really kind of didn't want an, a Resident Evil Four remake because that's going to make me conflicted. Because not only am I going to have that version to play, but then there's going to be like pros and cons to the original and the remake. And then I'm always going to be conflicted on which version I want to play. And I really just like 4 as it is. So I kind of wish there wasn't a remake being made. But I have to admit, um, provided they do a good job of it, that's going to be really exciting. I'll be picking that up day one. Resident Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Do you think that they do, if they do another one next, that it's either Code Veronica or Resident Evil 5? If they were between the two. Well, most people I'm seeing, most people wanted Code Veronica before 4. I would have preferred Code Veronica because that one needs to remaster more. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they'll ever remaster Code Veronica. I just think it's not, the the name is not big enough to sell. Man, you know, that's the, the one I always remember being promoted when I was younger. Like, that that was the relevant Resident Evil to me. Yeah. Like, when I was really, get, I guess, getting into gaming. I just remember seeing that. I think it was supposed to be Resident Evil 4 in the beginning, and it got changed into... Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't think... Uh, I don't think we'll get a 5 remaster either. I think I think 4 might just be where they stop. Oh, interesting. Because they well, honestly, fire, for the most part, from what I've heard, aside from 3. On, yeah. Honestly, I could see them doing a Resident Evil 1 remake again. It needs it. I think it needs it. Honestly, that's where I would put my pick, because it got remade for, what, the GameCube? I think it was. Didn't it? Yeah. And yeah. then it You got played the re- remake, though? No. I mean, I feel like Resident Evil 1 remake holds up like, like it's new today. Oh. Well, based off the gameplay I've seen... I wouldn't agree, but I mean, I've not played it. I've not played play, it so much. You got more. Yeah. You got more uh, credibility on that one for sure. Well, most people. I feel. I feel like, and this isn't like a me opinion. I feel like it's just like it seems like the universal opinion is that Resident Evil One remake is the greatest remake of all time. Like that oh, gets really? thrown around a lot. Oh, I didn't know that. It's, it's better in every way than the original, okay. and it still it still like holds up today. Like it doesn't. Like there's no tank controls in it anymore. Or anything. Okay. Like, I don't know if you knew that, but no. I, I, but anyways, yeah, the only, they could do like a remake was, though where it's over the shoulder and in a mansion and everything. You know? Yeah. No, I mean I kind of want it similar to like what they've done with two and three and what four. Yeah, they seems can do like that. it's going to be, but I, I I understand. I definitely get that. Uh, Last of Us remake. Jeff Grubb said uh, today that it's coming out this year to PC and PS5. He says that's exactly in line with what he's heard, at least. 
does that excite you at all? Do you see that coming out this year? Where do you stand on that? It's so silly to me that that's getting a remake because it seems so new and so fresh still. Um, but on one hand, I'm not really that interested. But on the other hand, um, I'm not so attached to Resident Evil already that, or not, I'm sorry, not Resident Evil, Last of Us. I'm not so attached to Last of Us already that it's always possible I could like the remake better than the original because I'm not, just, I loved, I thought the original was great. It, it deserves those 10 tens it gets, but I'm not so attached that I couldn't like this one better. So maybe it would be one that resonates with me even more. Um, you know, I would think it wouldn't come out this year because we haven't really seen anything of it at all. But I have heard rumors, like you said, that it is coming out this year. So I guess I could go either way on that. I'm pretty 50-50 a split. I guess if you twist my arm, I would say it's not coming out this year. Yeah, I mean, it's always possible, you know, stuff gets changed or he's wrong yeah. and stuff. I know he's usually pretty accurate, though. But um, I would love it. The only thing that sucks is I don't have a PS5 yet. So it's like, yay, but also I'm excited for something I can't play. But that would be cool. That would be pretty cool. But I'm kind of with you in one sense. I'm like, well... You know, I I've only just played. I think in 2019, I want to say maybe it's 2018, but only just a couple years ago, I played Last of Us remastered on PS4, and it was great, and it still feels super good today. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, it would be cool to see a remake because how long has it been? I think 10 years. Well, we got a, in 2004 Halo 2 released, and 10 years later. We got Halo 2. I mean, by that logic, yeah. So, right. But it's like at the same time, I mean, I, I kind of float between, so I'm kind of with you on that, but I also am like, oh, I would like to see. I mean, j- you just hope it looks drastically different enough to warrant the upgrade. But, yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see. But, I don't know. We might just have mo-capped Pedro Pascal from the show. There. <laughs> that'd be know. interesting. Yeah, it could be. That could be. Uh, three more on the, the PlayStation list, Brian. Um, Ragnarok. Is probably the biggest one. Uh, seems like that's still in line to come out this year. I uh, did, did see you not see Josh in the last couple hours. It's I was like going to say, yeah, I was going to say. So according to Game Reactor, it was delayed to 2023. However, following that up, just a couple hours after, Jason Schreier said his sources told him God of War Ragnarok is still slated for 2022. But again, he could be wrong. Things could change. So, I'm guessing Jason Schreier's right that it's still slated. He's for usually accurate, but, yeah. But I, I think it's going to slip to 2023. Yeah, I could see that too. I, I and don't... I'm excited for that game. I'll buy it day one. Yeah. How big? A, I mean, for those listening, how big a fan are you of the 2018 God of War? Um, I mean, I played it, had a blast, thought it was an amazing game, deserving of all the praise. Um, but I'm not like a super. I don't fan know some of the something. diehards I see online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not like that. Like for me, I I'd be fine never playing another one again, and I'd be great playing this new one. Um, I probably would say like if I was being object. Here's the thing: if I was being objective, I feel like God of War 2018. It's probably like an uh, it's probably like an eight eight point five out of ten, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think the I think universe. I think a lot of people just want to be like 10, 10 you know, like ten across it, the board. Like, yeah, this is awesome. But like, I don't know. It wasn't like. I don't know. The, it ended a little non, a little. The ending kind of fizzled out a bit, and and some things were kind of a little repetitive. I don't know, but it was really good. It's deserving of the praise, but um, I don't know. I think I think I think God of War. This and to be fair, Halo does this too. God of War twenty eighteen. It, it kind of channeled the same, the same like um, gr- grunt, kind of deep seated masculine. 
uh, hype that Halo did. You know, like where people, like you said, Josh, people would just roll down their window and scream, Halo! Yeah. Halo! <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like that for God of War. It was like, God of War! Boy! Oh, holy shit! Yeah. I got, boy, I got my axe! You know, I feel like it just, it kind of riles up the masculinity in, in people. Um, and I, I think that's kind of what it did. So, like, it's great. It's good. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm not really on the hype train as much. No, I get you. I get you. I, I still have, have yet to play the first one. Or the 2018 one, I mean, guys. But uh, I want to. But I think I'll end up probably being with Brian. I'll be able to come out of that being like, holy shit, amazing experience. I'll buy the feel, second like one. The, but I don't think I'll come out of it like a super fan. Just my guess. I though. feel like the this could piss people off. But I feel like um, Last of Us, the, the Last of Us 1 is like the thinking man's game. And God of War is the is it's the Last of Us for blue collar people. Mm, interesting. And, and, I, and, That's and, interesting. And, and I say that I say that as someone who identifies with himself as blue collar yeah. and enjoyed God of War more than Last of Us One. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. Okay, uh, two two to fire at you. I didn't have on the, in my notes, but uh, Bloodborne remastered in a wild card. Parappa the rapper. What do you think the odds are? Um, you anything from while while Bloodborne Remastered would be huge, and people would lose it, and that would be a good a good thing to release. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am so so exhausted with the Souls games. I'm so tired of of being frustrated and dying and being. And I beat those games, guys. Well, to put you on your soapbox real quick, so you could say a little more about that. You just told me recently. You said you played Elden Ring. You got a day one. You beat it. You had a good time, but by the end of it, you said something. I could be paraphrasing, but you felt like that game was sort of like reaching the top of the mountain. It was like basically it it, it burned you out of it. It was just like that. You were like, yeah. I'm done now. Yeah, Elden Ring just it was just it was it was good, and but it was a lot of more of the same. And and to me, those Souls games that I've loved, I've played them a lot. It's just an exercise in frustration and just toiling away, and and just there's no you can't relax. And I'm just done. I'm just really done with it. I'm really over it. So a Bloodborne remaster, maybe I'd fall into buying it. But, man, I really don't. I really want to take a break from those games. Um, also, I don't really feel like it needs a remaster either because it still plays great. And it looks I played great. a little bit of it. I watched you play it. It looks like it's it does still. does not seem like it needs a remaster yeah. to me. Plus, I think um, it's playable on PS5, right? The PS4 version? Yes. So, yeah. Uh, Parappa the Rappa. Um, I'm going to say no. I just love Parappa the Rappa. And they, it's there's funny a that decent that's a, chance. Oh, there's shit. There's a decent chance that okay. that gets announced as a new PSVR 2 title. Oh, man. We got to like, <laughs> you, you had gotta, me. You got to Parappa the Rappa. <laughs> you had me excited, and then you just crushed my dreams. I don't care about VR stuff. I'm but happy gosh, for the people that the are PSVR excited about it. If you buy the PSVR 2 for $300, it yes. comes with the free pack in Parappa the Rappa. Don't you want it? No. <laughs> No, and it's not a diss on VR, guys. I played it once. I tried VR. I got super sick. I went over to my friend's Jeff's house. He he had me try like three different games. At first, it was cool, but then I I literally I was gonna hang out a lot longer. But I straight up told him I was like, I'm gonna go home. He's like, You all right? And I'm like, Yeah, I think I'm gonna throw up. So <laughs> it wasn't for me, not for me. But um, yeah. last two on the list getting to uh, Kotor. I'm sure we're gonna we got the Kotor remake announcement last year. Do you think? I mean, they did confirm we're going to get like some more info this year, but do you think we see gameplay? How how do you think? What what kind of info do you think we'll get? How uh, you know trailer? I, I don't think we hear gameplay. anything about Kotor. Oh, interesting. Because they did no, come out I, and they did say that we are going to get more get more updates on that, but they didn't I, say I in what that. way. Just, yeah, I don't think it'll be at the show. I, I feel like it's it's probably it's probably not far enough along in development yet. Because like last year last year was just like the tease and the hype and. 
don't know if you remember this, Josh, but David Ellis from 343, I think it was him. If it wasn't him, I'm giving him credit for something he didn't say. Mm-hmm. Good credit, but I think it was him. Um, said on Twitter like a year ago or something that a lot of people don't know it, but when uh, developers come out and announce some big, exciting game with the CG trailer, oftentimes that's meant to recruit people that are excited about yeah, the, fr- the game. Yeah. So I feel like that's what that, that was, that, that KOTOR remake. I feel like it's got a long way to go. Like I, I don't see us playing the KOTOR remake any earlier than fall 2024. I could later. see that. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm really excited for that. That's probably the biggest. It, it's weird. I forget about it even existing a lot because it just, the trailer came out, freaked out, but it wasn't really anything to go off on. You just see Revan show yeah. up swinging a lightsaber and then it's like, it's it's there. It was more like to just show, hey, this is actually a thing finally after years of being rumored yep. every single time. But I, I don't think my excite. I don't think it'll really be on my radar as much until I see gameplay or until they start really talking about it. But until then, it's just kind of out there in the nether sphere, you know? So You know what would be, and this is not really part of any of these these conferences you're talking about, but what would probably excite me more than anything we've talked about mm-hmm. would be uh, Final Fantasy Remake Part That was two. the last thing I had on my list, so let's talk about that. Go ahead, bro. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, last one I had on the Sony list, but yes. <laughs> Go ahead. When I played Final Fantasy Remake... Uh, back in 2020 when it came out. That was my first uh, impression of Final Fantasy VII ever. Um, I grew up around people playing the original, but I never played it. So Final Fantasy VII Remake was amazing. It was one, It's one of the best games I've ever played. I, I love it. My wife loves it. Josh loves it. It's a great, great game. It's a banger. And I immediately went back and played the original, and then I played the original again a couple like a month ago. Um, and I cannot wait for Part 2. Like, I am more, I am more excited... For remake part two than anything they could announce for Halo, dead serious. Anything like that's that's is my the, big okay. Thing, so. Well, then going off that, is there anything in general that would get you more excited than remake part two? Like just in just in general in gaming, mm. like another Elder Scrolls or something. Ugh, anything that could to top it. Um, like you know, right now, if I'm saying just general in gaming right now, what's the thing I'm most excited for? It would be Kotor remake for you. Is it remake yeah. part two? I think it's Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. I mean, unless we really go like, if we want to go like out in far dreamscape land, mm-hmm. I could say um, uh, a AAA deep uh, Lord of the Rings RP- open world RPG Ooh. would would be. Well, you'll have to settle for Gollum, Brian. Uh, no, I'm gonna get it though. <laughs> I'm gonna That's get a whole lot. No, if it's good, if it somehow gets good scores, I'll buy it. But I, I have no interest in that. <laughs> I'm right fine now. that day one. There's uh, also that Star Trek game I forgot to mention. I'm gonna be getting, but go ahead. If they did a Witcher style, like Lord of the Rings game, uh, that was like true to canon and and just this big open RPG, that could end up being like I've always said. If someone came along and made the right type of Lord of the Rings game. That could become my favorite game of you all. You thought it was going to be period. Shadow of Mordor, but it turned out not to be. No, yeah. it wasn't. Um, but uh, but so that that would be that'd be one like like a, a on a dream. Yeah. I would say that one. Or um, if they did, you know what's silly is uh, if they did if they did like a Final Fantasy VII or Kotor remake style Ocarina of Time, mm. then I'd be like, holy shit, because like and I don't need that, and I don't necessarily want that. Because we've had like the 3DS remake, which like updated all the graphics and stuff, and it looks really good. But man, like a full scale triple A new for Switch Ocarina of Time remake, that would be mind blowing. So like, 
But outside of the mind-blowing stuff, like just most excited for thing that we know is going to happen, definitely Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, And I hope they call it... I don't think they will. I don't I don't want it to be Part Two or anything. I want it to be like Final Fantasy VII Reunion or something. You know, like the second part, second subtitle. You know? Yeah. No, I got you. I don't really have a preference on that, but I'm, I'm incredibly excited for it. What I don't want is I don't want another integrate. Like, I don't want another sort of sub-announcement under the FF7 uh-huh. Remake 1 banner. I don't want that. Well... And I feel like that's I actually, possible. I mean... I'd I guess I kind of disagree because I would I would rather have another integrate expansion than nothing. Well, that's fair. I mean, if we're going by that standard, then yeah, I would absolutely. Did you play that. the Yuffie stuff? No, because it's. I mean, I, I'm waiting for PS5. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, because oh, or if it comes to Xbox, right. but yeah. Because to me, it was uh, it was really good. It felt like it felt like literally three or four hours more of Final Fantasy. VII that's VII. awesome. I mean, Xavier yeah. loved it too. Yeah. I can't wait to try that out. Uh, but I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm saving that replay for that for when I get that. But cool. uh, uh, overall, on PlayStation, I mean. I feel like they're kind of in the similar both Nintendo. They don't really need to do all this stuff like Microsoft yeah. does, but when they do announce stuff, it's usually straight bangers. Their state of plays have only gotten increasingly better, I think. So I feel pretty good with them. I mean, if I could have anything come out this year, it's a PS5 in my hands. I'd take that over a video game, <laughs> even though you want games. Gosh, well, to I play. have. Do you are you getting you trading the digital or the disc one? Either at this point. Okay. But I do. If, I have if, been following people on Twitter to try to get it, and I just, you know, either see it too late. If it comes my way, do you want me to just buy it and you'll pay me back? Hell yeah. I prefer the. Doesn't matter the, if it's. I prefer the physical, but if you see a digital, okay. yeah, I got you. I mean, as long okay, as it's not scalper. I have scalper, the option between both. As long as it's not a scalper. Disc. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah, 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 yeah. for yeah, regular yeah, yeah. price. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got okay. You. I appreciate cool. that, man. I appreciate that. Um. Uh. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess. I'm sorry. I forgot. For for me for me. And, you know, I mean, people should know that I'm not an Xbox hater because I do a Halo podcast. But, like, for me, Xbox is routinely the most disappointing one every single year. And they have been for well over 10 years for me. So my guess is Sony's is pretty good and Nintendo's is pretty good. And Xbox's is probably worse than both of theirs. Interesting. It usually is. Interesting. I feel like Xbox is... This is the hype talking, guys. Talk to me after Sunday, and I'll probably say differently. <laughs> I hope not, but I feel like this is the most exciting one, the most valid one. 2020, I thought it was going to be like that was the time to nail it, but that was really, like I said, a showcase to show off what's to expect this generation. 2021 was still coming on hot off uh, the pandemic and the Halo delay. So, uh, you know, you, you get excited for that stuff, but you kind of know what to expect going into that. But we're kind of out of that Halo forza gears you know sandwich spear of things so even though that's we could still hear stuff from those i feel like you know getting to hear stuff about other things is just exciting the fact that we're going to see starfield is exciting because it's new you know i'm just tired of it, it you know it's just nice to see new new microsoft stuff that isn't the same stuff they've been recycling for the past 10 years so i mean i feel like in that way they've already won for me but uh then again, you, you you never know. Sony might come out. I didn't even have this in the notes. Maybe they'll show something on the new Spider-Man. Maybe they'll show something on Wolverine. Yeah. And, you know, that's going to take the cake right there. Xbox doesn't lean into pop culture as much as Sony does. And it was recently revealed way back that... I don't know if you saw this, Brian, but... Um, Xbox was approached to do uh, a Marvel-type game, and they turned it down. You know? Yep. And instead, Sony took it. And it's just like... It, why? And then same thing with KOTOR. They were approached with that, and they were like, we just want to focus on uh, first part, you know, our own exclusives, original IPs, and all that stuff. And so, <laughs> okay, 
I'll just go fuck myself as an Xbox fan, then. Thank you. I'll go buy a PlayStation. But, I mean, that was then. That was then, you know, and, and it's, it's... See, you just said it, Josh. They turned down Spider-Man, they turned down KOTOR. When you walk into Walmart, you can get an Xbox, but, but you sure as hell can't find a PS5. Yeah, you're right. But they got the, Spider-Man on the other hand, on the other hand, I, I don't, I'm sure that if Phil was in more prominent positions when some of that stuff happened, because I don't think he was, um, I'm sure that that would have gone a little bit differently, even if it didn't do you think, still happen. Do you think Phil's ever bought a PS5, took it home, put it between his butt cheeks and clenched till it <laughs> 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 Anytime you bring up something about butt cheeks, because you never, you rarely say ass cheeks, and you always say butt cheeks. Jesus Christ, that ah, that always breaks. Like me. he literally clenches it between his cheeks, it breaks, and he goes digital con- all digital console my ass. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it breaks between his ass, falls out, and he goes digital content. But uh, <laughs> but uh, moving on to third party, so we can kind of close this out. Uh, I got a, just a couple in here. I mean, I, this is really broad. But um, do you think we see anything? From NetherRealm regarding a next Mortal Kombat or a next Injustice. Um, I'm gonna I'm say gonna go no. no. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm with no. you on that. Uh, I want to see more from Mortal Kombat, but because that was a last one was just super good. I mean, probably the best it's been in years. I feel like, in my opinion, but they seem to rotate between Mortal Kombat and Injustice, and Injustice would seem to be the next one. And Injustice sells pretty well, but uh, it doesn't land for me as much. But, uh, yeah, I don't think we'll see any of that. Uh, next up, Saints Row. Uh, we know that's coming out, I think, in August. I could be... I might be wrong on that. Maybe it's later. I think we'll year. see some of that. But I do think we'll see that. Uh, does that interest you at all or no? No. No, and it has nothing to do with them doing a new art style. I'm just not interested in that type of game. For sure. Uh, any tease toward a new Grand Theft Auto? Like, Grand Theft Auto 6, basically. No. No? No. They got too much 5 left in the tank to talk about 6. <laughs> That sucks. I hate that you're probably right. But, uh, you're probably right. Uh, like, why, why do any work when you can sell 15 million copies this year on a game you made 10 years You know, ago? and it sucks because that kind of question, it just makes you so mad at Rockstar. But at the same time, if I was over at Rockstar, I would be so happy and content. I mean, granted, maybe I'm sitting in my desk going, God, I wish I could just work on something new. Like, but damn, people are loving it from their perspective. Well, like, think about this, Josh. Think of like the last episode of the podcast we put out. Um, every day we wake up, there's another thousand listeners and it just keeps going up a thousand, a thousand, a thousand. And we know that as soon as we put out a new episode, that episode will stop getting listens. It's like, well, shit, I'd just rather not put out a new episode and just have like <laughs> 112,000 ad plays go through. The one where we're split up is the one that really sells like hotcakes. <laughs> yeah. Like I, no, but I, you know, I like those guys individually, but man, when they talk together, there's a bunch of bastards. <laughs> Uh, just a couple more left on here. Uh, Dead Space Remake, we know that's coming next year. I think they confirmed that to be coming in January, but I I mean, I feel like it's a given. We'll probably see something. I think we'll see like, it. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll see it. Does that interest you at all? Did you ever play the original? Uh, yes, I played the entire original trilogy. Loved one, loved two, did not like three. I hear I, um, Jeff said the same thing. Yeah, three, three, didn't even, three didn't even feel like horror, and it was designed around co-op, and it was just, it, it was very EA influenced, and ugh. It wasn't that great. Do you think, uh, okay, if this turns out to be successful, do you think they'll remake 2 and try to make remake 3, or do you think they'll have a stopping point? Uh, I feel like, man, I kind of, I just, I feel like they're not going to remake past 1. I don't know why. I just feel like 1's it. Do you think they would, at that point, do a reboot? I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Do you think they'd be more likely to do a reboot? Down the line? Um, no, I... Really just Dead Space 1? That's just really tough. 
I think just Dead Space One. I think it's kind of like Gears Ultimate, even though we're talking about the Gears Collection now. But like, right. I think it's just like they just do one and they move on, okay. something different. But I'll, I'll buy that when it comes out. I will definitely. I'm going to be paying attention this year because I only ever played the demo to the first one, and I wasn't really in that frame of mind where I wanted to try everything back then. Yeah. Now Dead I Space am. One and Two are really good games. Yeah, I've heard amazing things. So I I'll probably look into it. But um, next up. Marvel Midnight Suns. This was originally supposed to be like a card-like game, and last things I've heard is that they have completely, they're looking to like rechange a lot of the foundation of that game. Um, when you heard about that, did that interest you at all? Is there any way it could get you? Well, I just heard about it now, and it didn't. <laughs> well, there you have it, Brian. Marvel Midnight Suns. <laughs> Uh, I, I, think, I felt my eyes starting to roll back in my head as you talked about I'm, this game. I'm, I'm like, pretty okay. sure. Um, I'm pretty sure that was a game Jeff Keighley confirmed today that they'll be showing off tomorrow at the Summer Game Fest. I think. Co- what was it? Callisto Protocol. I don't even think I asked you about that. What were your thoughts? Oh on yeah. That? Um, this one's ridiculous. This is stupid of me. Okay. I, I hate the name so much. I haven't looked into it at all. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> I, think it's a, I just don't like the name. Um. Well, I'll say a Marvel Midnight Suns real quick. Uh, you know, I'm just happy to see more Marvel content coming out in video games because Marvel Avengers, pretty much, it was super exciting for me. It was one of those games that was another, like, oh, they just announce, you know, like Fable. You get, like, this CG kind of teaser, and then you wait years. And then when they kind of re-announced it, it was pretty much, like, low-budget, great-value Avengers from the MCU. And I thought, that sucks. Why is there no X-Men? Why is there not this character, that character? And people pretty much feel the same way. And also, they haven't really done a good job of supporting it. It's lost a ton of money. But Spider-Man was amazing. So you thought, okay, maybe they can build off that. Well, we got the the Wolverine announcement. We got Spider-Man 2 and obviously Miles Morales. So I'm ready for just more Marvel shit. You know, I'm just... Marvel and Star Wars are straight bangers. Also, uh, now that I don't have this in my notes, do you think... We know that supposedly Obsidian has some kind of Star Wars RPG. Or not Obsidian, I'm sorry. Ubisoft, I think, has an RPG of Star Wars in development. Supposedly that there's a couple other Star Wars projects in the works. Do you think we hear anything about any of that stuff? Or is it just Probably. maybe KOTOR this year and Jedi Survivor that we hear I think about? we hear about it. Like maybe a title with like a little CG thing. I could see that. You know? I could see that. That'd be dope. I'm ready for more Star Wars. Ready for Nothing more as cool as that Marvel Midnight Suns, though. Dang. <laughs> Fuck you, Brian. Uh, but uh, okay last couple ones I have for third party Avatar Frontiers of Pandora that's something that had a really cool trailer I thought I mean I am an Avatar fan but we know the movie's coming out this year I feel like it's a given they'll try to release that to coincide with that if not I would think it absolutely meets a Blu-ray release Brian do you think we see more of that this year do you think it comes out this year and where you stand on that game in terms of interest? I do not think it comes out this year. Okay. Um, we might see it. I don't know why, but I kind of feel like I kind of is that was that a Ubisoft game? Mm-hmm. Okay, we probably hear about it this year. We probably hear about it, but I don't think it comes out this year. Um, truth is, the game looked pretty fire, but uh, I don't think I'm. And I do like the Avatar movie, but um, I don't think I'm interested enough in the, in, in the the IP. So I probably even if it's good, I probably wouldn't buy it. Do you think it's possible? I mean, because I I can understand that. Do you think it's possible when you go see the Way of Water, whenever you do, that you come out of that movie and you're like, you know, I do kind of want to play that game. Do you think there's any chance the movie oh, yeah. would increase your interest just in terms definitely, of recency definitely. bias? I could see, I could see myself like either wanting to like some pseudo rent it or or buy it and sell it back type of thing just because I'm okay. in the mood. I mean, it's always possible. Like if if somehow the Avatar game is like 
Batman Arkham where it's like they use the IP, but in they make a video game that's incredible. I mean, maybe I would just buy it oh. and love it, but, you know. You just gave me another one. Brian, well, yeah, I haven't even talked about this. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League? I was going to say Gotham Knights, but close. What are your I thoughts on zero God? interest? Okay, because we haven't talked about this, guys. I do at not all. give a shit, Brian. I, I just want to pre- preface this, and then I want to get your thoughts. Why, guys? So Brian is is just a huge fan of the Arkham games. I like them. I love Batman. He's probably my favorite. Su- I mean, Catman's my favorite. Cat, well, Catman, Catwoman's Cat- my favorite <laughs> superhero. Catwoman's my favorite like superhero in general. Catman sounds like a but- douche. <laughs> a low budget version of Batman. Uh, we have Batman at home. That's what Catman is. But um. Anyway, anyway, Brian really loves those games. I love Batman as a property, but those games are just okay to me. I, aside from Asylum, I feel like Asylum is fantastic. But and I haven't played Night, but I loved Origins. You know, City was to me a bit overrated, but Brian loves it. I know Anthony DC uh, loves it, so tons of people love it. But Brian never, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Brian never really seemed excited about any other kind of DC games that weren't Batman focused and when this came out when this got announced Brian didn't seem excited and when we got this gameplay reveal I never heard a single peep out of Brian about this game so we never got a chance to talk about it so Brian you said you have zero interest in this game why I mean I don't know I mean I enjoy I like Batman and I don't really like anyone else in DC and I like the Not Arkham even his games sidekicks no, I don't want to. I don't give a shit about his sidekicks. I don't want to play. Like, I, okay, I like his sidekicks as they appear in the Arkham games, but like, I don't. I want to play as Batman. I want to play Arkham games. I don't. I don't give a shit about Gotham Knights. Like, I. And the thing is, Arkham Knight was incredibly disappointing to me. Arkham Knight. So like, that wasn't a, la- a good place to leave the franchise for me. Um, and also, I'm pretty sure Gotham Knights does not follow the canon of the Arkham games. And I, I just, I, I'm just, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, because I'm pretty sure, like, even though at the end of Arkham Knight, spoiler warning, Batman is quote unquote dead, he's dead in Gotham Knights, but it's not, it's not connected, even though, even though it's like, it's, but it's not, is what I've heard. Whereas Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League is connected, Gotham Knights is not. And you I, would I think just, it'd be I don't the other about, way around. Uh, right, yeah, but I, I just don't, I just don't, I don't care about the really. I don't even care about, I don't even care about Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. That I, one, I just, I'm not, I'm not interested in at all. Gotham I don't Knights, care about Gotham Knights. Will, I feel like that's going to be a game. I mean, I hate to say it. this is a hot take. This is a hot take. I feel like that's going to because I'm in the same boat. I have zero interest. I'm not hating on it. It just doesn't grab me. It's another kind of co-op adventure, and I'm, I'm really am just at a point yeah, where co-op. If you say co-op anywhere other than Halo campaign. I lose interest. I, I'm not a co-op guy. I don't like. I, I don't like games built for co-op. Like co-op as an addition is fine. Like Lego, Lego. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm just at a point in my life. I used to love that stuff. I used to like push for co-op games. But if it's got co-op as an addition, I'm happy. If it's got, if it's kind of built from the ground up as a co-op experience, I don't have as much excitement. I kind of lose interest because. I just don't have the time to kind of trying to figure out everyone's schedules and align them and just to play with like Brian and I. We just can't make it happen, let alone three people, four it's people. It's a miracle you're getting this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, which is great. A blessing. This has been awesome. But, yeah, I, I I just don't care. I mean, I love Nightwing. I love pretty much every other character that's in that. But I just don't... Like, for the next Arkham game, it's been so long, I want a Batman game. 
It's it's because it's mm-hmm. been long enough. If Gotham Knights had come out not too long after Arkham, uh, I'm sorry, Arkham Knight, then I would have been like maybe a little bit more excited. But guys, it's coming up on it's about eight years, if I'm not mistaken, since Arkham Knight. Eight years, and this is the follow up. I'm just not, you know. And, and even though I know, like Brian said, it's not connected from what I understand, but it just doesn't do anything to really get me excited. I'm excited for the people that do that are interested in that. You know, good for you. And I hope it. I hope it turns out so amazing. It's funny because- that it pulls me in. But dude, I just I feel like this is going to be the kind of game that is going to be seen as probably one of the biggest releases of this year because of all the delays but I don't think it's going to turn out to be super successful that's just a hot take but I don't I don't expect it's funny too because like Ark the Arkham games are some of my favorite games in existence of all time Mm -hmm. and I have no interest in Gotham Knights but you tell me like Spider-Man 2 is coming out for the PS5 I'm like holy shit let's I want this get this in my veins hell yeah hell yeah to me to me it kind of this is how and I know a lot of people won't agree. I know Josh doesn't even agree, but for me, this is how it goes, right? Like Arkham Asylum, City, and Origins are just amazing for me, and then, and then it kind of there's this huge dip for where Arkham Knight comes in. It's just not as good, and then Spider Man picks up the slack. Like for me, I just I prefer the Arkham games over Spider Man, except for Knight. I think Spider Man and Spider Man and uh, Spider Man Miles Morales are both better, both better than Knight. Um, so it's just kind of like Spider-Man's kind of like picking up. I think most would agree with you, even though I feel, I feel a little bit differently, but I mean, that's close enough. You know, I, I get that. I get that. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I hope that game does turn out well. I, I, I'm super proud of the team that they decided to cancel the last gen ports. I'm glad that we're starting to slowly move away from that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have too much more to say about that. The last thing I have under the, on the third party list and sorry guys, if we forget anything, um, Hogwarts legacy, I am incredibly excited for this game. I haven't really even talked to you about like what you thought of that gameplay trailer that we saw. I want to get your thoughts on that, but I'll just say real quick so then you can take it the mic. But I really loved what I saw from that. I, I love. I've only every year I get more and more into the Harry Potter franchise. I actually enjoy all the Fantastic Beast movies, even though I know they're not as good. But I just love that world, and that game looks like everything I've ever would have wanted from a Harry Potter game. I got a ton of nostalgia playing the first game on the PlayStation, but that's about it. Every other game just never was what this is, and this is what I've always wanted. Uh, I hope it comes out this year. I hope we get a. I hope we get an announcement for that. I have a feeling, like if I if I if you ask me to put a percentage on it, what I think it's going to be in terms of 2023 or 2022, I'm going to say I feel like there's a 50. I'm going to say a 45 percent chance it makes it this year. And I'm going to say 55% chance it slips into early, like, quarter one of next year. But I do think we're within a year of playing that game. But over to you, Brian. What do you think about this game? Um, it looks really promising. It looks really good. And I, I love the Harry Potter universe. So provided the game actually is good, like, the reviews come out and it's pretty good. Like, it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be like, 10s or anything. But if it's, like, oh, you know, solid 8 or something around there and, and people are, like, talking about how it's fun to play this story-driven Harry Potter game. It just feels like, you know, like the Fantastic Beasts, you you know, you think you look back and it almost felt like that was going to be what reinvigorated the franchise. But unfortunately, like Star Wars, like The Hobbit or, you know, like Lord of the Rings, seems like the prequel stuff never goes as well, at least for a while. And then it finds its own. Yeah. But I wonder if Hogwarts Legacy is going to be what gives that, you know, Harry Potter universe resurgence. It might. It might. I'll probably, I mean, provided it's good, I'll buy it day one and I'll be excited for that. I, I would guess... They're going to aim for it to come out this year, but I'm thinking it's going to be 2023 
for um, for that. I think I'm pretty much with you with the 45-55. I think that's probably where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I kind of had it prepared. I was like, if you asked me how much I cared about Fantastic Beasts, this is how I'd put it. So, ah, man. Two, two th- Here we go. T- two things I give crap a lot. I give crap to Roland because Roland sucks. Roland does suck. From Halo. That's true. And then I give crap to Cal Kestis from Jedi Fallen Order, not because he's really a bad character necessarily, but he's a little bland, and I think his name sounds like a health market food, which I always make jokes about. So That's fair, despite on, on, me loving that game, but go ahead. Yeah, no, it's a great game. It really I is. Know. But, I um, get where you're coming so from. So on a I scale, guess. on a crap scale, like if the whole scale is crap, and the, and the 10 out of 10 best crap in the pile of crap is Cal Kestis. He's, he's the 10. He's the, he's the best thing on that pile of crap. Mm-hmm. Roland's at the bottom at a one. He is the he is the dirtiest turd at the bottom. He's of the, the bottom. turd that just won't go down. Um, where would I put Fantastic <laughs> Beasts as a franchise? Probably about a three. A three. So it's closer to Roland than it is to Cal Kestis. Okay. Okay. Have That's you right. seen Crimes of Grindelwald? The new one? No. You've only seen the first. Well, I right? saw the last one. Oh, you did. Okay. But this new one that came out, it's on HBO Max. And even though Erica likes those movies, I was like, you want to watch this? I don't even like it. And I'm like, you want to watch this? She's like, nah, I'm not interested. I'm like, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> even I, though she, yeah. No, I understand. So. I understand. I mean, I get excited uh, about those, but I understand. But any, uh, Brian. I'll probably uh, watch it sometime. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Maybe I'm I'll watch, watch it. You know what? Maybe I'll watch it right when we get done podcasting, Josh. There you go. I'm going to watch that soon with Dad. I'm just, we, we're trying to get caught up on everything. We just watched Kenobi today. Did you like that episode? Did you watch it? Uh, I thought it was the weakest episode yet. I could see that. I still enjoyed it, though, Personally. but I could see that. I, it was good. It was good. Yeah. I feel like there was a Halo episode I enjoyed more than this Obi-Wan Oof. episode. I don't know if I could say that, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that's fair. Fair enough. But, uh, Brian, overall, uh, is there any other things I didn't bring up? Any bold predictions you have, if you have any crazy ones? Anything you left you have to say? I'll just make up something random at the end uh, to give the Halo fans out there something excited <laughs> to be excited about. I, I, would, I would just love if... We surprised got an announcement that some other studio is working on a spin-off Halo game that we didn't expect. I'm talking that. like ODST style. You know, I it, whether it's whether it's like a flat out Halo Wars 3 or it's like like for instance, let's say the Coalition, that other game they were working on was like a a, a third person cover Halo game or something set at a different time. Mm. Or or maybe maybe some other random studio like uh, I'm trying to think of another good studio. What's a studio that does First-person shooters that maybe would work. I'm trying to think. You got one in mind, Josh? Id. Uh, yeah, maybe. Oh, well, yeah. I don't think they would have. They weren't Machine acquired games? that recently. Yeah. I don't know. No. Um. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Just. Just. Just a Halo game. Just a surprise extra Halo game where you, even if it's like, you know, you play as this random character at this random point in time. I don't know. That'd be cool. Like I like Halo. That's the thing. Is like. I always complain about Xbox doesn't have anything other than Halo most of the time, but like I do love my Halo. So, uh, <laughs> but I don't I don't see anything coming out for Infinite uh, campaign DLC wise at all. So it would have to be another studio. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we surprise get something Halo when I really don't think we'll get anything. But that's the last thing I have to say. Uh, I'll be interested to see about this stuff. I think I think it's gonna. Here's what I think is gonna happen. I think Xbox is gonna have a show people think are pretty good. It's pretty good. But then I think most people are going to think the Sony one's better. And then at the end, Nintendo will come in and everyone will say Nintendo did the best. Well, it's funny because I remember last year, everyone thought the Xbox one was phenomenal. And I thought, I I actually didn't think it was good. But that was because what I expect, what I want, is straight gameplay. Give me me those five-minute gameplay demos one after another. And we didn't really get that. 
So, but that's just me. Yeah, that's my expectations. That's my wants. But yeah, do you think? Do you think? Do you think? Um, if Joe Staten and and uh, and Phil, um, <laughs> they were they were doing like a versus match. Which one do you think Joe Staten would have a better chance of? Either who can break a PS five between their butt cheeks the quickest, or just straight up arm wrestle. Well, th- Phil's got the sickness for the thickness, so I mean, he's he's probably going to be able to break the console better than Joe. But what was your second one? Like, aren't just a straight up like arm wrestling match? Oh, I'm just going. I'm going Phil all the way. I love Joe. So I how is Joe, Joe going to win? I mean, I don't know. He's going to have to beef up in Under Armour gear at the Planet Fitness. He's going to have to get a membership. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I don't really see a way where it doesn't where he wins. I, I where Phil loses. I don't know. It's not because I think I don't know. I just look at Phil. And Phil's like Phil's kind of muscular. He's kind of thick. He's somewhere in between, and I don't know, man. He's got one hand in his pocket, ready to go. You never know what's in there. Does he got a middle finger? Because he's got some exclusive titles that people used to associate with Sony. Does he got brass knuckles in there? Does he got like a high school championship uh, football ring? What's he got down there? Does he got his keys? Huh? Does he got like pocket uh, like a, a, some I cards? Just- I don't feel like a PS5 stands a chance against his ass cheeks. Like, no <laughs> well, that's what I'm you know saying. What's funny, Josh? I feel like he'd crush it. He crushed Here's a story it. I've never told you before. Uh, Tell me, the same, the same friend of mine who let me play Halo 2 for the first time, the okay. same friend, he had a friend before me that he had a falling out with. They, are not, they weren't friends anymore. And this kid this kid he was, friend, he was friends with, was, this kid was overweight, and... <laughs> Here we go. So, so my friend's name, my friend's name is Sean, right? So Sean tells me that he had a phone out with this guy. Well, what happened was, is Sean brought his Dreamcast over to this kid's house, and he was going to set the Dreamcast up. So he set the Dreamcast on the couch, and the fat kid sat on his his Dreamcast, Ooh. and he crushed it with his butt cheeks. Oh no! He literally, he literally <laughs> broke the Dreamcast with his ass. <laughs> so, like, literally, that ruined a friendship. That that those ass cheeks ruined a friendship. Well, damn! Did he say like? Did the other friend was he willing to pay him back or like? I don't. These these are like eleven year olds, Josh. I don't think. And, I, and the Dreamcast was probably a couple hundred dollars. I, I don't think. Damn, um, that killed a friend. That's rough. That's brutal, man. I mean, Josh, let's be let's be honest here. If we knew each other back when we were at that age, if my ass cheek came hurtling down on your Dreamcast and broke it, I'm not going to say that we wouldn't have fought it. or ended a friendship. I'm not no. going to say we wouldn't have. You but I'm just saying, like, at 33 years of age. That just seems ridiculous. I know, Find a way around if you were, it. If you were 13, though, Josh, and I sat on your Dreamcast, you would hate me. I would hate you, and you would hate yep. me, too. I get it. I, I don't think it's wrong. It's just, god damn. Well, uh, I kind of miss the days when we were so stupid, but <laughs> it's like, jeez. I mean, I'm still, we still have those moments. Can you, be, can you imagine being like, how, what happened to your Dreamcast? Oh, my friend's ass came down on it, and it broke. You see that crack? Oh, how'd that happen? My friend sat on it <laughs> with his ass. Split it in two. <laughs> Split many more pieces than that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, there's, like, there's like a week later, the dude goes to take a shit and he pulls out like the Dreamcast VMU card out of his asshole. <laughs> Jesus! Or he pulls out a piece and is like, "Oh, crazy taxi." That's really- like, oh man. <laughs> like my my my, I got my little chia pet up to level three just from my roaming around in my ass. <laughs> Okay, guys, it's that's the most. That's the most we've ever talked about Sega Dreamcast on this podcast, which really sucks. It's really shitty, pun intended. See what I did there? Because that's my nice. favorite console. That sucks. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder how much they would. I wonder. Wonder what they would have had to do to brute force to get it to play on a Dreamcast. I wonder how much they would have had to downgrade it to get it to play on a Dreamcast. <laughs> I don't know. It's only one of the best games ever made. So, 
I wish it could have been playable. On. Another title for the podcast could have been Brute Force for Dreamcast. <laughs> a lot of good, a lot of good potential titles for this one. But uh, yeah. yeah, all right, guys. Well, we would love to hear you uh, share your predictions either in the Discord, or on the Twitter, uh, email, voice clip into us uh, at sacrediconpodcast at gmail Let us know what your predictions are. Um, let us know if after the fact, if we got some right, you know, come in and be like, I can't believe you guys got that. Or if we were way off on something, be like, you guys are idiots. It's going to happen. I mean, we went through a yeah. ton there. so You should totally do that. But uh, uh, guys, also, you know, hit up Josh on Twitter at Jedi Knight Joshy. Actually, that's, I like that better than Jurassic Joshy, personally. Yeah. Well, so, thank you. Thank uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm at Brian's Bane. You can follow Sacred Icon at Sacred Icon Pod. Uh, come join our Discord. Um, but most importantly, go to that Patreon.com slash Sacred Icon. Boom. Where for as little as a dollar, you can be mentioned on the podcast. There's a bunch of tiers there, different things you can get. We would love you to support us there. Josh, you have anything last to say before I take us out? No, I just can't wait. I love this time of year. I love E3 season. It reminds me of why I love games. I get sensory overload from this stuff every time. Games I'm not excited about, I'll probably never play. I get excited about as if I'm going to play them. Because it's just like games. It's gaming, and it's just fun. And especially after two years... It feels like we're setting up for 2023 to be a banger of gaming years with all these delays, all these games that are in development, but even down the pipeline, there's so much to look forward to, and I'm actually interested for a lot of these games, so I'm pumped, and eventually I'll get a PS5, so uh, really looking forward to that. It feels good. It feels good. It's a good week. I got tomorrow off. Uh, to go see Jurassic World Dominion, and nice. uh, just a couple hours beforehand is the Summer Game Fest thing, so I'm going to watch that. I'm going to turn right around Sunday after D&D. I'm going to be watching the Xbox One, and then Tuesday before bed, I'm going to try to squeeze in that extended showcase, even though by the end of it, I'll be hitting you up and saying, that was dog shit. What a waste of my time. I could have just got the <laughs> TLDRs from people on Twitter, but I'm excited. I love this time of year for games. It's a great time. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be pissed when like 30 minutes of the extended showcase is Paris talking about the new decals coming to Flight Simulator. <laughs> Paris is a cool guy though, but yeah, I mean it's just like nothing can save those types of shows. I don't, you know. Yeah, if they're anything like Inside Xbox, at least. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Let us know if we missed anything. Love, love you guys. You here, um, we have now made up our quota. We have we technically got an episode for last week and an episode for this week now. So we we. We made it, we made it, we made it today. We're here at the end, and it's time to get the fuck out. Fuck out. And he's true. True, boo, 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 motorboat on those lips on my nuts, Brian. These motherfucking nuts. Bang. Got him right at the end. Should have got out of here quicker, man. I wonder, I wonder, now I just pictured, I wonder if Sang Healy have like mandibles coming from their nuts. Swing low, sweet <laughs> cherry. Uh, he, uh, um, what's that line at the end of Halo Three? Um, oh, oh, it's like yeah, you just, you just like <laughs> there's Arbiter and he looks up and there's, there's um, Cessa Rufme from uh, Halo Two, yeah, and his big like saying he lead nuts are hanging and he's just like. Uh, things are easier now with other prophets lies. <laughs> <laughs> they vibrate and just kind of like wiggle yeah. in the wind a little bit with the lies. <laughs> uh, okay, we gotta guys, get out of here. That's that's exactly what you want to hear as we get out of here. But thank you so much love for listening guys. to the Sacred Icon podcast, guys. We love you, and as always, keep it sacred.